Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target, are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill. Wilson, you sent the game-winning email at the buzzer, avoiding a 4.55 meeting on everyone's calendar. How did you do it? I got a huge assist from Grammarly, an AI writing partner that helped me make my point. And it works everywhere I write. Summarizing a doc only took one click. When everyone uses Grammarly, everything just makes sense. Go to Grammarly.com slash podcast to download it for free. That's Grammarly.com slash podcast. Easier said, done. This is a podcast from Minute Media. Jackpot, baby. Raiders fan radio. Oakland, L.A., Oakland, Vegas, Raider Nation, wherever, forever. You got your old Uncle Mosh and Raiders fan radio from Murph's Man Cave, taking a lighter journey into the dark side. Sit back, put your feet up, pop a top, and enjoy the ride. Here we go! We miss you, we love you, and we'll see you in the Hall of Fame. When you have great coaches, then after you have great coaches, you get great players, you have a great organization. You tell them one thing. Just win, baby. Way up the middle. Intercepted to the piano. At the 50. Time running down. Hoaxton football. And I think Hoaxton victory. The Austin Raiders have scored on the most famous, unbelievable, absolutely impossible dream of a play. Well, I love this team. I think this team can win. I hate that picture. I think this team can win. I want that stupid Yoda doll. You are listening live to Raiders Fan Radio, hosted by Murph, Uncle Mosh, and Swag Jeff. Take it away, guys. Well, thank you, Brett. (laughs) (laughs) We were all looking at each other going, who's got it? Who's got it? Who's got it? I thank you, Brett Musburger. What is up, Raider Nation? Your old buddy Murph back once again for what we trust will be a fantastic episode of Raiders Fan Radio. Appreciate you all joining us live tonight in the chat room for episode number 251 of Raiders Fan Radio. 251. You can find us on the YouTubes. That is uh, youtube.com slash Raiders Fan Radio. You can find us each and every week, uh, and uh, and join us there at 4 p.m. Uh, Pacific and 7 p.m. Eastern. We appreciate all of those of you that are joining us live there tonight on the YouTubes, and we appreciate uh, everybody that is joining us on the audio version of the podcast, where you can search on any of your favorite podcast platforms like Spotify, Stitcher, iTunes, uh, well, uh, Apple Podcasts, I guess. Uh, Google Podcast. You okay? Did you just swallow your tongue? No, I. Uh, <laughs> this is why they tell you don't take a sip of something before you start a show. Because as I learned from you, you start is that, talking. Is that what they say? Did well, they what, say that? Well, Mosh says. That's why I always chug. <laughs> <laughs> so anyway, so uh, we appreciate all of those of you joining us on the audio version of the podcast. You can al- ask your internet connected device like Alexa or your, uh, your your Google or whatever it is. And you can always find us at, uh, at, at Raiders Fan Radio. 
on all the social medias and all uh, on all the whatnots. And so appreciate it. Or as Uncle Mosh says, he'll just go, "Hey, swag." <laughs> I think I think there's something new in the interwebs. Put it on my phone. Put it on Swaggy. my phone. Make it go. Make Show it me go. how to work it. So we appreciate uh, those of you. We appreciate you so very very much. All right. So uh, uh, let me go ahead and, and introduce the rest of the crew today because we have a three man booth. Uh, tonight here at at, uh, at Raiders Fan Radio for episode number 251. And first, let me uh, introduce the man that really needs no introduction. He is Rob Ryan's doppelganger. Yes. He is the man that adorns the Western Annex of the Merce Fan Cave Desk. He is the one and only, Mosh, the legendary. the smartest man alive. Uncle Mosh! Yeah! Man! What's up, Uncle Mosh? Man, I'm so excited to be here. I can't wait. To get to Vegas, sign the autographs as Rob, and then cut my hair. <laughs> Man, you're just, you're I, just waiting for December. Is I that, just feel like the deranged Santa Claus. Well, you know? you know what? But you do you you play an awesome Santa Claus. I do. Though. I do. So you could actually work the long hair into your Santa Claus routine this year. Absolutely. So Absolutely. Hey, Absolutely. so uh, yeah. Jeff, I know you got a protege, and I, and I know we'll get to Jeff in a second. Yeah, I know you got, got a pro, you got a protege, and you got uh, he's your uh, he's your uh, Padawan. Oh, did I use that right? Did I use that right? Wow! And uh, but I got I got a thing. You got a uh, thing. Hey, I got a thing. Hey, 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 I got a thing. I got a thing. Two five one. Yeah. Yeah. You got a two five one. I got it. Just a, it doesn't have anything to do with the Raiders. Oh well, we'll throw it out there. What do you got? Maybe it doesn't have anything to do with the Raiders. Two five one. Who's your all time? Who's Murph's all time favorite? All time favorite Raider? Kenny Stabler. Yeah. From where? Alabama. Air, from Alabama. Alabama. Area code two five one. Holy cow! Yes. Oh. Yes. Man. Unbelievable. Yeah. Just Gosh, that's legit, go. man. Thank you. Thank you. That is fantastic. I love it. There wow, legit. 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 Yeah, good that's, job, that's really Mosh. good. Good job. Um, so tell your Padawan that, uh, you know, hey, if he needs some help, he can call me. So, yeah, there you go. Well, speaking <laughs> of Padawan, you have a Padawan. You are, I, in fact, a master. I, and, I, and, and you have numerous Padawans running yeah, around, the, running around the earth. Okay. One, I do. I do. And Coruscant. Some and of Tatooine them can't be proven. And... <laughs> <laughs> but speaking of your Padawans, let's go ahead and turn it over to the man that adorns the southern annex of the western annex of the Murphs Fan Cave Desk. He is Padawan number one in your heart. Absolutely. And number one in your program, or number six in your program, I should well, say. Yeah. Actually, let's go, Swag Jeff. Hey. It's so funny you would say number six. That's what he is on my speed dial. Oh. oh, I'm pulling oh, out some number are, shit yeah, stuff yeah. tonight. Well, you can yeah. say shit. It's okay. <laughs> I don't want to. Are you like five people more than me? Two of them are my wife. One's, <laughs> <laughs> one's her cell, one's the house. Nice, nice. Oh, and I got one. And you got one. I got one. I'm three. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So who's four and five? Well, one of them's Josh's ex, but no. <laughs> oh, oh no, jeez. Oh, no, I think I, I think I bumped her out. You might be up to five, Hefe. Well, yeah, oh, nice. yeah. He, no, he should be five. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> five time, five time, five, five time, 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 five time. <laughs> oh my gosh, it is man, it's so good to be here. This, this, I was just saying at the pre-show, this is our second week in a row where we've had like the whole crew here. Yes, and we don't normally do that during the summertime, so it it feels good it to just feels all good, be man. here, man. And, and we're gonna talk. about about the Raiders tonight. Oh, I was just going to say, what's going to be so much fun tonight is that, look, I love all of our big shows. I love our fannies. I love our Summer of Swag. I love all the amazing 
fun things that we do, at least we think they're amazing, and, and I hope you do too. We, we love all the stuff that we have going on around it. But tonight, we're going to break it down. We're going to do a simple version of Raiders Fan Radio. Go figure, tonight, it's going to be three guys hanging out in a Raider fan cave Talking about the freaking Raiders. What a concept. What a concept. Yes. We're going to have so much fun tonight, Swag Jeff. we got so many amazing stories to get to tonight. But before we do that, please shout out the chat room. What do we got going oh on Oh, my there? gosh. we got everyone. we got uh, Raider Shanks in there. Jason Thomas. Ashton's in there. Paul. Vibrator's in there. Uh, Coach Vibrator. Davis is in there. Yeah, that's one of my... Oh, the, let's go, Vibe. Hey, 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 hey. Hey, catch, that, catch that vibe, bro. Uh, let's see. Uh, Raphael's in there. Lee B's in there. Freddie B's in there. Uh, let's Jose's see. Jose's in there. Raphael's in there. Yeah, Adam Hill. Uh, Kill Jadis is in there. Aaron the Q-Dog Raider. Alfred Esparza's in there. Uh, let's see. Bugsy Raider's in there. Pineapple. Lencho. My wife's in there. Jeff Wilson's in there. We got the whole crew, man. Kill Jadis. Uh, OG Ashton, Daniel's in there. Coach Davis. Man, they're all here. I went back up to the top and scrolled in. Keep awesome, man. Love it. Yeah, yeah, Love yeah. It. Love it. Appreciate seeing everybody there in the chat room. Kevin, the Raider nerd is in there, man. So many of our good friends. We appreciate you joining us live on the YouTube. And again, uh, if you're listening to us after the fact and you want to uh, check in on the YouTube, 4 p.m. Pacific, 7 p.m. Eastern every Wednesday night. And do us a favor while you're there. Hit the like, hit the subscribe, smash the bell. We love Just all the... press the damn button, nerd. There you go. And as much as we love all the amazing, <laughs> amazing comments uh, in the chat room live, if you don't mind, bounce out, leave a comment on the YouTube video there. That helps with the algorithm. And, uh, you know, and again, all the money that we make around here, whether it's through advertising, by you helping promote our show, or the direct donations, or the amazing super chats, which we got an, uh, one in there from Aaron the Q-Dog Raider already tonight. Uh, for 1911, we appreciate Aaron the Q-Dog Raider and that contribution. All of our money, 100% of that, goes to our nonprofit, which is the One Nation Foundation. And we've got an update that Swag is going to give us here in a minute for what's been going on, where we're at on the summer of Swag. We're not giving away anything tonight. We're not raising any money tonight. Of course, we always appreciate any super chats, but we're not giving anything away. Uh, we're just going to hang out and talk about the Raiders and, and enjoy uh, your company here that we have in the, uh, in the chat room. But we're going to get to that uh, update in a minute. Before we get to that, though... We always take our episode number, like Uncle Mosh so brilliantly just did with Kenny Stabler being from the 251, and we tied that number back to something significant within Raider Nation. Swag Jeff does an amazing job of it, and who do we got tonight? Well, we got a couple. We got a couple. Okay, we're, I like it. We're going to be highlighting uh, one of our favorite Raiders of all time. Okay. One of our favorite Raiders of all time. We're going to be talking about the GOAT. Let's oh. get some Charles Woodson going on in here. Oh, let's uh, Charles go. Woodson. So this is a Raider stat, but we're going to be highlighting the entire career of the GOAT. So uh, Charles Woodson uh, played 151 games for us. Okay. Which those are our favorite games. But in total, <laughs> Charles Woodson played in 251 oh, games in the nice NFL. Oh, Okay. In the NFL. Okay, all right. So, uh, sorry, let me hit that. Uh, yeah, so, so, yeah. So, okay. but, like I said last week, Thom's just taken over. Old T-Hom, man, he's just, you know. He, Come on, T-Hom. He's just taken over my job. So uh, so <laughs> he said last week we talked about the significance of 250 to Raider Nation, and we focused on a Monday night football game in 1987. Well, for this episode, or for this episode number, we're going to go back to the same year, 1987, and we're going to take a closer look at one of our favorite players, number 32, Marcus Allen. All right. So the 1987 season uh, was shortened uh, uh, one game because of the player's strike, and Marcus only played in 12 of those games due to injury. Uh, 
Still, he led the team in rushing with 754 yards in 200 attempts and also scoring uh, also scoring five touchdowns. But Marcus also led the team in receptions that year with 51. So, if you do the math on that, Marcus Allen touched the ball 251 oh, times in 1987. Done, there you go. Well done, my friend. Yes. Love it. Love yes. it. Love a good career stat. Love a good career yeah, stat. Man, we love us some Marcus. I know he's a little bit uh, maligned at times. I like Marcus, man. I like Marcus, man. Running with the night. He's the reason that we won that dang Super Bowl. <laughs> well, yeah. <laughs> All right. Uh, let's, uh, before we jump into this uh, summer of swag update, Swago, Uncle Mosh, take us to some contact information. And while you're listening to this, to the to the to the dulcet tones of Uncle Mosh, explain to you all the contact information. If you don't mind doing us a favor and contact us in all those ways while you're listening, I love it. Oh, do it. Do you think maybe yeah, we could do it while you go ahead and maybe uh, hit the like button? Let's do it. Let's go oh a little gosh. RFR ASMR. Woo! Hey, Raider Nation! You got old Uncle Mosh here. That would be me. Updated contact (laughs) info. That would be you. So sit up, zip up, (laughs) shut up, up. and pay attention. You can call us at 909-3. We need to cut a version of you doing the contact info. All ASMR. That would be amazing. That'd be great. The Twitters. You want me to do it live? Yes. One take Jake over here. Yep. Hey, Raider Nation. This is your old Uncle Mosh, and I'm chilling. I'm naked in my leather chair. That's right. I've got a little sweat rolling down the crack of my ass. But I want you right now, I want you to tune in to Raider Nation. Raider Nation, you can be found on RFR. If you want to listen to us semi-live, tune in on Wednesdays. You want to listen on the Facebook, the Twitter, the Instagram, the TikTok, or any of that other stuff. Just search out Raiders Fan Radio. All right, babies. We'll see you later. (laughs) Good. Holy I'm having. A, I'm actually. Oh I'm wearing gosh, shorts, and I really am having a vital bondage alert oh, over oh. here because I'm sweating like a big dog. Nice. <laughs> he said a vinyl bondage alert. <laughs> I'm serious. I'm afraid to move my legs because I thought I might. I might. Glasses are fogging up already. I might have one of them 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 nasty screen graft scars if I move too fast. <laughs> it's hot up here, bro. Oh my gosh. <laughs> oh my gosh. Oh, Uncle Mosh already coming out with the Foggy Glasses Award favorite. Oh, my gosh. Uh, Kevin the Raider Nerd says leather chair sweat streak. Oh, yeah. my gosh. And the vibrator says, that's hot. <laughs> and he said it just like that. Oh, my gosh. Too funny. All right. Who says vibrator's a he? But, um, all right. Uh, Miss Chris says, second week in a row now, I've seen or heard more of Mosh than I'd like to. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh. Uh, Jason Thomas says Mosh is worrying about drop the ball. <laughs> I don't know what that means, but it's funny. Okay, so one of my kids said that at at Oh, is that a new today? Thing? And I asked what it means, and my my assistant goes, Oh. I don't know what oh. I, I don't know what that means. Okay. And she's like 22, right? And she's like, oh, mm. and oh. I'm like, well, just tell me later. And she's like, mm, I don't think so. And I'm like, Okay. Okay, so I guess I'll have to look it up. Okay, all right. <laughs> 
cue the old guys who have no idea. Yeah, everyone, everyone's, la- everyone's laughing in there. You might have to clear your internet history or something if you look that up. <laughs> oh, really? I don't know. I don't know, man. That's yeah. like the time in class one time I told him, I said, oh, yeah, yeah, I want everybody to come in tomorrow and tell me a joke. It might have been your class, Jeff. And I go, come in and tell me a joke tomorrow. We don't have any jokes. It was early in the year. And they're like, we don't have any jokes. And I go, just look it up on the winter webs. Like, type in, like, type in knockknock.com, right? Or something like that. I don't know. The next day they come in and and, and they go, uh... We went to knockknock.com. It's a porn site. Oh. And I'm like, oh, no. Oh, oh no. no. Yeah, yeah. I think that was your class. Probably. Uh, yeah. And it was probably Jeff. <laughs> it was probably me. Yeah, I got in trouble for that shit. Yeah. <laughs> All right, so let's, uh, one, one more quick thing before we start talking about the Raiders. Give us, uh, speaking of swag, Jeff. Yes. You kicked off for us. Uh, you had this brilliant idea last year. You said, let's, when we do all these giveaways, let's call it the Summer of Swag. Right. Swag, to, uh, not only to honor your name, but you are all about the swag. You're all about the giveaways. You're well, all he was ordering stuff. a lot of it at the he, time. He, was he, was, he had the hookups and everything for the stuff we were giving away. Yeah. Absolutely. And so Jeff got us a guy. We got all kinds of cool autograph merch and w- that we've been giving all this stuff away. Uh, and we've been, we was, and, and in fact, and I've got a big order going out very soon yes. for those of you that won. I haven't sent them out because I'm waiting for all the shirts and everything. I have to order that stuff as I get your sizes and all that. So just pardon me on the delay. The fulfillment department around here sucks because it's just me. Um, but I'm going to get all that stuff sent out to you very, very soon. And um, and so we appreciate all of those of you that have contributed so amazingly to the One Nation Foundation. And we have raised a bunch of money doing this Summer of Swag thing. That was your idea, Jeff. Yes. And we have an awesome update on where we are. Our, you tell, I don't want to steal any thunder. Talk about the goals. Talk about where we're at. Give us an update. Sure. Well, I'm, I'm going to start by taking it all the way back to 2019. Okay. That was, that was the first year that uh, that I was a part of the show. And we went to uh, we went to the Bay Area, and we went to the Crab Fest. And on your behalf, Raider Nation, we raised two thousand dollars. That was our goal. That was awesome. And the next year, we wanted to double it, and we did. And so this year, we said, "What if we doubled it again? What if we went from two to four to eight? It's kind of a pipe dream, you know." But you know, in all of the 2019 season, we raised two thousand dollars. So the last two weeks that we've done this show. We raised over that in so two good. episodes. So good. That's in crazy. In two episodes. That's, that's crazy. It's unbelievable. So, and that's, of course, all because of, of just our just amazing support that we get live in the chat, all that stuff, the super chats, the direct donations, all that kind of stuff. We just can't thank you enough. But we, uh, we're, we're well on our way to our goal. We kind of thought it was going to be, you know, maybe we'll get to eight, maybe we won't. We're over five right now. Let's go! We are over $5,000 right now. And you know what? It's it's in sight. We're on pace for eight GER right now. Um, so, yeah. Freaking believable, dude. So, yeah. So, a pipe dream that we had, you know, back in the, back in the spring and all that stuff, it's real. It's real. And we're going to hit it. We're going to hit it. We're just going to hit it because we've still got some other stuff. The summer of swag will. We're paused. It's still early. It's July. It's July, man. And we're not giving away anything tonight, but we've got some other stuff in the works. We've got some stuff cooking, some possible sponsorships that we got going on. We've got some major stuff going on and we're going to hit it. 
we're gonna, gonna hit we're it. gonna hit this goal for sure. And and it's all because of you. So we can't thank you enough. The summer of swag has just been we look forward just like the fannies, man. We yes. look forward to the summer of swag every year because it just blows our mind every single week. You know, we had a couple weeks last year where we raised eight hundred bucks and we were like, Oh my gosh, like how crazy is that? Well, and then a month ago, we raised twelve hundred bucks on the show. And then for the fannies, we raised fifteen hundred dollars on the nuts. Man. You know, it's it's just unbelievable. And you know, so and obviously Google takes their share. Google has yep, to take their yep, cut yep, and, yep. and it's and it's a significant cut. Um, but you know, still, you know, we had a lot of money just coming to our account this week. The month of June ended and it's June just hit. It just hit and it was a monster hit. It was a monster. It was hit. a monster hit. Yeah. Uh, and we're not only over five, we're almost we're almost to, to, we're nudging up to six. Yeah, yeah. Right. We're, we're, we're gonna we're get speeding there. up to it. So. Yeah, so we're doing so, yeah. good, Raider Nation. So thank you. I cannot thank all of you and your generosity enough for the amazing donations and like yeah we're gonna hit this thing by a long shot and the good news is is that once we get to eight we're not gonna stop fundraising we're gonna all that money still goes in one nation can either lead into what we're gonna do next year or we're just gonna start giving it to you know maybe you know darren's foundation or Derek or whatever any raiders related charity we're good to give that money away uh after we hit that bolitnikoff number but uh yeah we couldn't clearly I say we couldn't have done it without it. We didn't do shit. All we did was turn on microphones and talk about this stuff. You guys are the ones that did it. Thank you so very, very much. We appreciate you and we love you. Such yep. good stuff. Absolutely. Such good stuff. Absolutely. All right, Uncle Mosh. Let's uh, let's hit a uh, let's hit a uh, 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 what do we do? What do we hit? The, the audio breaks is what we call these <laughs> in, in the biz and in, in the inside in the industry. What I, we call I that. got thrown off. I was on Urban Dictionary looking up drop oh, no. the ball. You got, a, you got an update for us? <laughs> no. Oh no. Oh, Not that so... he wants to sh- talk about. <laughs> I'm just trying to figure out how to erase my search history. <laughs> oh, okay, <laughs> Jeff. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, go. Hey, everybody, this is your old Uncle Mosh out here at, at the Raiders game. I got Q-Dog, I got Mojo, I got Big Raider Trucker, and they got something to tell you about Raiders Fan Radio. Get your facts, get your funny, and get the F out. Woo! <laughs> All right, look forward to seeing those guys coming up very, very soon. If you're coming to Nashville, uh, you can join up with the, little, uh, with the Raiders Fan Radio meetup. We're going to do a, uh, which we've already announced, so I think I could talk about it freely. We're going to do, a, in fact, maybe Jeff even has a, a little bit of an update for us. We're going to do a live meetup prior to the game. Uh, the game I'm referring to is the Raiders at Titans game. That is on September 25th, and uh, we are going to be doing a joint tailgate with the Bussin' with the Boys uh, crew. And so look forward to meeting all of you if you're coming yes. to the game. Look like we'll we'll have more details as as we get closer. Yeah, uh, but definitely look to meet up with us, Jeff. Uh, you, you talk to those guys. What do you got going on? Uh, yeah, yeah. I've reached out to those guys. Talked to Will a little bit and talked to his crew, of course, Garrett and and JP and all those guys. We love those guys. They're they're great. But uh, but we don't know exactly where it's going to be yet. Okay. Because there's there's a couple different options as far as bars go. Last year they did it at Acme Feed and Seed. Yes. And it was fantastic. We went to a preseason one of those things last year and we had a freaking ball. It was so much fun. So. So, so I don't know. So I don't know if it's going to be at Acme or if it's going to go to one of the other bars downtown on Broadway or anything like that. But yes, that that day, the morning of the Raiders Titans game, we will be at that tailgate and we're going to black it out. There's going to be a lot of two tone blue at that game. So let's black it let's out. Let's black it out. Let's get all the Raider fans go. And we've heard from tons of. And tons of you, regular listeners to this show, yep. people that just connect with us on social media, tons and tons of folks are coming to this thing. Yeah, man, It's going to sure. be absolutely amazing and cannot wait to see 
um, all of you at that game, not only at the game, but again, at this tailgate. Our tailgate will be at, at Acme or wherever else, uh, and it will be right up to game time. So we actually will probably won't get to the game until after the first quarter. Sure. Because we're going to be doing a live broadcast. We're going to be doing a whole big thing with those guys. And so by the time we make it over across the river, across the pedestrian bridge there. Oh, my gosh, yeah. It's, it's going to be a little bit later. But you can meet up with us. We're going to be there first thing in the morning. We want to do a live show early and then just be able to kick it with everybody. Uh, and that's the rest what I'm looking for. And what's the, the date most. again? The uh, 25th of 25th September. 25th of September. So 25th it's coming of September. up fast. Yep. Man, it's nine it will, weeks yeah, away. It'll be here before you know it. Yep. But, you know, so I, I think we talked about it a little bit last week. You know, Aaron the Q-Dog Raider is one of the most fun people around the Raiders and around different things like that. And so if you want to hang out with a guy like him, which why wouldn't you? Why wouldn't He's going to be there. Mojo's going to be there. Emiliano's going to be there. Ramon's going to be there. The Mangus boys are going to be there. Houston Raider Steve's going to be there. Of course, we're going to be there. Michelle Sweat and Lamont and all those guys, they're going to be, I mean, it, we're going to have the whole freaking crew, man. So Everybody's come and get down there. with us, man. Miss like, Chris will be there. Absolutely. Vibrator will be there. Well, there you go. Absolutely. We have so many people we're going to be there. <laughs> well, yeah. You got all excited just then, Murph. Well, yeah, because I... Well, never mind. I'll tell you who that is. <laughs> no, I know who it is. Oh, okay. I know who it is, yeah. So, yeah, so it's going to be a blast. So, anyway, so we got. can't wait to see you all there. Uh, Mosh, go ahead and hit us one more audio break, and then let's get into some respect. Oh, you know what? I can do that. <laughs> You're listening to The Violator, and I'm live on Raider Fan Radio. Where you at, baby? All right, I appreciate everybody that's joining us live in the chat room tonight. Ariel Zuniga is in there. Raider Shank, Paul Edgerton, uh, Clarence Stockton, Rogue Code, Jason Thomas, Raider Shank, Bugsy Raider. I uh, appreciate Raider Shank, by the way. I got your email, and we're going we're gonna, to uh, do that and see if fans enjoy hockey practice, and hopefully you catch us when you get back. Alfred Esparza is in there. Lee B. Uh, Jeff Wilson is in there. Uh, appreciate everybody. Anthony Provencio. Uh, so many of our good friends and good folks are in there. Uh, Ashton is in there. Appreciate you. And, uh, yeah, so Mosh. Hit me. We don't do props around here. We don't do shout-outs. Uh, time, we like to give a little bit of respect. There's nothing wrong with those other things, but, uh, you know, we like to give respect. A respect. This is my favorite music. So good. Murph. Swaggy J. Nation. It's time for a little respect. You know, respect ain't bought. It ain't sold. It ain't demanded. It ain't negotiated. It's earned. And without blowing smoke or giving shameless plugs, we want to say salute and much respect to the following folks. <laughs> so this is really easy. So listen, this is going to be, I, you could just about call this the respect show because we're going to have so, so many folks to give uh uh, respect to, and we, we appreciate uh, uh, all of you that are in the, in the chat room tonight, and all the, those of you that, again, that support our show and all the amazing donations, like like that like is the, the respect of the respect. But when it, when it comes to the world of the Raiders, there are so many other uh, folks that we want to give respect to, and there are tons upon tons. Tons, I tell you, Mosh. How many? There are so many folks that we want to give a respect to, and uh, it's really easy to start off with the Raiders because tons. there was a monstrous hiring for the Raiders this past week. Yes. Um, Can we just stop right there? Yes, please. Just all, just, just all. Okay. I just want everybody to close their eyes and just visualize Break it down. Oh, Oh, she's hot. (laughs) (laughs) 
And it's something to be said and for smart. when you're hot and brilliant. And that's the yep. thing. Is that yep. like, So, of course, we're talking about uh, the newly hired team president for your Las Vegas Raiders. And that is uh, Sandra uh, Douglas Morgan. And, yes, and, you know, not only does she have, you know, the bona fides. I mean. This, yes, she do. She, Couple of them. I'm talking about. Like, <laughs> Sorry. Sorry. <laughs> She's got an absolute incredible history in in uh, in Las Vegas, in the state of Nevada, uh, and and you know the Raiders I th- could not have made a better hire. And we're going to talk a lot about this here upcoming. So let's go ahead and and let's start off with the official announcement uh, that was uh, came through NFL Network. Anyways, uh, this this version of the official announcement uh, came through NFL Network. And let's let's listen to uh, MJ Costa announce the hiring of Sandra Douglas Morgan. The Raiders introduced their new team president, Sandra Douglas Morgan. She is the first black woman in NFL history to assume the role. Morgan was most recently chairwoman of the Nevada Gaming Control Board and Uh, That's a role she occupied back in 2019. She had her press conference today. She had also served on the Nevada Gaming Commission. So this tweet coming in from Max Crosby, who was there. Congrats to our new team president, Sandra Douglas Morgan. She was also formerly the attorney for the MGM Mirage. All right. So she has a a long history in working for uh, not only as a lawyer and not only working in the state of Nevada, but working with the gaming commissions, working with big casinos like the Mirage and the, and, and worked as, um, uh, as, as, oh, keep going, keep going, keep going. You're all right. Why do you let things interrupt you? Cause you got to go to your camera. Cause that's cause, okay. You because we have, we have an audio version of the podcast. I understand so that. Uncle Mosh is showing a picture of the lovely Sandra uh, Douglas Morgan. And uh, so, uh, <laughs> All right. So let's listen to uh, to Sandra as she gives her opening statement uh, after being introduced by uh, team owner Mark Davis. Thank you, Mark, for such a warm um, introduction. It's my honor to be here today as the newest member of the Raiders family. As I shared with the team earlier today, I was raised in Las Vegas and have truly witnessed this city ascend to one of the sports capitals of the world. Um, visited by millions across the globe, and it is an honor of a lifetime to serve as the president of this organization. The Raiders, or the Raiders organization has actually brought $2.29 billion in economic impact of visitors for events in, La- in Allegiant Stadium. And the estimated impact of the Super Bowl in 2024 is estimated to be in the billions as well. We have so much more to do, and I'm excited to be at the helm of that growth and look forward to ushering in the new chapter for the Raiders. Thank you, Mark, for your faith in me to lead this organization in this very important moment. I'm very grateful that my dearest, dearest friends and family, my parents, husband, children, and nephews could be here today. Um, your support means the world to me, and I do not take it for granted. All right, so there she. So uh, listen, this is this is such an awesome hire, and here's, you know, it's one thing for like three knuckleheads in a bonus room to give you an opinion. It's another thing to even give like sports analysts or other people that are looking at this uh, from the outside and from from a sports perspective. Here's what sold me big time on this is that when this uh, hiring was announced, they reached out to, and they being the uh, Las Vegas Review Journal reached out to different peers of hers and other folks around Nevada and the gaming industry that she has worked with. This is bananas. Like you can't get more ringing endorsements from you're talking about like the highest level of, of uh, folks in terms of running organizations here. Um, so talking about from other major league franchise owners on this historic hire, this comes from Golden Knights owner Bill Foley. 
She's extremely intelligent and very practical. I'd like to say she's street smart, very organized. She's a high quality person. She called and asked me about the position and I told her it's a great opportunity for you. You should take it. I think it's a great fit. She'll bring a lot to the party. I don't know the Raiders except from afar, but it looks like there's been some turnover. I believe she'll bring stability to that organization. Now, um, Sanders, that. isn't that great? That's amazing. I love that. You know, talking, uh, and I'm sorry to cut no, you off. No, go for it. Uh-uh. But, but last year at the, at the Bolitnikoff event, uh, we had, we had a lot, we were hanging out with a lot of, a lot of cool people. We were hang, of course, hanging out with Fred and with Phil and uh, Mark and Mark was there. And that was what he said. He lost his best friend, John Gruden. He lost, uh, what, what was he? Uh, Bourdain. Well, Mark Bourdain. Yeah. Mark yeah. Bourdain. Uh, he lost his stability. So hearing that is like, I'm, I'm sure that was another, th- I mean, I'm sure that was one of the great reasons why Mark Davis decided to hire 100%. her. You know, he needed his stability back in his franchise. Absolutely. That's a great point. And you talk about coupling her now with Marcel Reese. Like, I mean, you got nothing but stability at the totally. top levels of the organization when it comes to the Raiders. Um, so she sits on the board of Fidelity National uh, Financial, which uh, Foley, the president of the Golden Knights, is the chairman. Um, so that's just one part of this impressive resume that, that she brings. So as I mentioned, she grew up in Nevada. She's a, a graduate of El Dorado High School um, there in, in Nevada. Um, so this comes from uh, Governor Steve Sisolak. He says, I knew Sandra had a bright future when I appointed her the chair of the Nevada Gaming Control Board and I'm incredibly proud to see her breaking barriers in the NFL as the first black woman president in the league. She's a fantastic pick for the team. I know she'll continue to make Nevada proud. I look forward to working with her to create more jobs for Nevadans, grow our sports economy, and keep Las Vegas the sports capital of the world. Like, again, you're talking about, so now we got this, the, 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 the owner of the Golden Knights, the governor of the freaking state of Nevada, uh, uh, the former uh, NAC executive director, Bob Bennett, says she's so bright, she's special, she's a quick study, she has an uncanny ability to take facts and make the right decisions, she's a leader uh, who I was honored to work on the Nevada State Athletic Commission and winner in every sense of the word. Um, here comes from uh, Mark Ratner, the UFC uh, vice president, uh, right under uh, Dana White. She's a strong woman who brought a real business sense to the commission. I really enjoyed working with her. Uh, she brings with her some real credibility and a very strong tie to the community and the whole state of Nevada. All right. And then you, I mean, and, and you, this, this list, I'll save you like going, it goes on and on and on. And one of the more um, ringing endorsements that I thought, so this comes from, uh, from the guy who, who probably knows her best. It's her husband, Don Morgan. Don Morgan, who grew up in California, played, played, uh, went, uh, went to high school at Manteca High School in California, and then went on, I, went to, I think he went to, went to college in Reno, right? Yep. And then played for Minnesota. I mean, yeah. Yeah. And what's he say? She's done things the right way. She's paid her dues. She's been involved with our community and earned a great reputation. This is an awesome opportunity. We're college sweethearts and just seeing her work her way through the industry. I'm just so proud of her. Like, let's effing go. I know, like, right? This is so freaking cool. This you is know? the kind of hire that we need, man. Absolutely. I, there's nothing about this hire that I think that you could be critical of. Like, there's nothing about it. It's, 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 it fits the legacy of the Raiders. It fits the position. It fit, like there's nothing about it that 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 doesn't make any kind of sense. And there's been 
that's a very small smattering, but there's been a couple of people out there where I've heard a couple of things about like, oh, it's a diversity player. It's a, yep, save it. Bullshit. That's not what this is. She's the best person for this job. She's going to be amazing. And we look forward to seeing her uh, in what she does as the team president. Um, let's, let's do though, check in with her. She comments on being uh, the first black woman to run a football team. I went to get to a point, obviously, where there is no no more first. Um, but as I kind of mentioned in my comments, you know, the the impact that this has is not lost on me. If I definitely would tip my hat to all of the former, not former, prior women that were leaders and visionaries. And if I could be an inspiration or help or open doors for any other woman and girl out there, then um, that's that's an incredible accomplishment for me. So the importance and effect of it is not lost on me. And I know that sports is a male-dominated industry, just as gaming was. And, you know, we need to continue to break down these barriers. So I'm, I'm happy to be here. And again, thankful for the opportunity. You know, I love that. I love the idea of like, okay, like, looks forward to the day where there doesn't have to be any more firsts. Well, totally. We, we all do, right? That's it's such a nice thing. And, and it's like, it's, it's, and it's critical. And again, it, it fits the story of the Raiders so well, don't you think? Oh, totally. Well, I mean... I mean, yeah, it's, it's our it's, legacy, it's, man. He's fo- yeah, he's following, and you know, Mark is doing what Al did. Al did a lot of these same things, you know, hire, you know, bringing on Art Shell, stuff like that, you know. I mean, bringing in Tom Flores, you know, all this stuff. I mean, Amy the Raiders, Trask. yeah, absolutely. The Raiders have been doing this since the beginning. So I just, I, I mean, yes, I mean, it it definitely was not a diversity hire. She's obviously the right person for the job, but. The diversity aspect of it is also fantastic. I love it. I love it. Absolutely. Yeah. And and Mark Davis commented on this, and he says it right here loud and clear. Diversity is in our DNA. It was more to get the best person possible for the job. That's always what it is with radio organization. That's how I can look. That's our DNA. Diversity is our DNA, and we're always looking for the best. Whether, you know, depending, whatever, whoever and however you are, if you can do the job the best, if you can help bring the Raider Nation where we belong and need to get back to, that's who we're looking for to be part of. All right, there we go, man. And it is, it, like you said, I, I couldn't uh, expand on it more. You, you, you nailed it there, Swago. And, and there you hear it from the man himself, from Mark Davis. I hope she's at the Blenikoff dinner. Well, that'd be so cool. Oh, my gosh. Get a chance to meet her. I yep. hope she's at the Blinnikoff dinner. Well, sure. I, th- I can't remember who said it in the chat, but said that this uh, this feels like it's going to be the next Al Davis and Amy Trask. Like, they're just going to oh, be they're just gonna be like nice. this, man. So, I you like know, it. just like the great it. relationship that they had. Someone even in there said maybe uh, maybe he'll finally get the long overdue makeover that, that he's <laughs> needed. Maybe maybe she'll hook him up with a new hair, with a new barber oh or something like that, you know? <laughs> oh maybe she can get her husband a tryout. You know, I mean, <laughs> well, you know, but like, how cool is that though? Though, like you said, you know, he's a former NFL athlete. Yep. So she's got like, like a great, like, you know, advisor at the house. Like, I mean, this football's in her DNA as well. Dang, man. Yeah. There you go. Thank you. Thank I'm going to look into it, but we might be related somehow because she's front, you know, her husband, San Joaquin Valley, you know, be, our grandfather lived in Stockton. Yeah, Not up good. the road a little bit. We might be kin. We might. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm going to start claiming it. I think. Hey, do yeah. it. Do We're going to have to delete this episode of you calling her hot then. I guess we do live in the South. We yeah. live in oh! the South. Oh! <laughs> Give you 
yourself applause. Attaboy, Swago. Oh, I didn't God. say oh, she was my God. sister. I just said <laughs> I said a kissing cousin, and we're not yeah. we're not far from third cousin. You be right. We're not far from Kentucky, <laughs> <Yeah>. so. <laughs> oh my God! Oh man, that's the best. <laughs> All right, so I got one more audio clip to play for you. So this, so okay, it's one thing to get the media's opinion. It's one thing to get the gaming commission and everybody else that's involved with uh, with Nevada politics and whatnot. It's one thing to get their opinion. It's one thing to get Mark Davis's opinion. But what about the players? Yes. What about the players? Yes. What does one of the leaders on our team think? Let's about find the out. Hiring? And let's check in with Max Crosby. Yeah, you know, they're separate, but at the end of the day, we're a, we're a big family. You know, Mark talks about it all the time, you know, just being um, a big family. And that's, that's number one. Um, we need everybody in the building to be on the same page. Can't be, um, you know, separate. It can't be everything separated. You know, every, at the end of the day, we're all trying to, you know, take this organization to the next level. Um, and the Davis family's done that for years and years, so um, we're just trying to, you know, keep going. You might have been asked, what impressed you most about her when she talked to you? Um, just, she's confident. You can you can tell from the second I met her. Um, and she's just a good person. She knows she's the right person for the job. Um, you know, obviously, Mr. Davis knows more about the whole process, but, um, yeah, you know, she's she's been awesome, and um, we're, glad, we're glad she's here. What does it mean to be part of an organization that continuously makes history? Yeah, you know, for me, I since the day I got here, you know, I fell in love with the family environment. Um, everybody here um, is truly here for each other, um, and that's what it's all about. You want to show it to work and, and trust the person that's next to you, from teammates to coaches to the president, things like that, you know, and they just do a great job of implementing everyone together and um, creating a family environment. I love that, man. Creating the family environment. Yes. What is the Raider Nation is? It's La Familia, man. Oh my Let's gosh, go. man. I, I'm... T- this guy's going to be the face of the franchise for years and years to come. Like my kids, they're going to look at Max Crosby as like, oh, that's the legend. You know how like we look at like Howie, Howie Long, Long yeah. and Marcus Allen and Bo Jackson and all this Otis stuff. Otis hey, There you go. There you go. <laughs> hey. This guy's going to be the guy that like my son's going to be like, oh my gosh, you got to watch Max Crosby play in his prime. You know what I mean? Like, oh. I, I agree with you. I oh think my gosh. Max is quickly becoming a, a big-time leader on this team, and he's, I w- other than, I don't know, I don't want to start making comparisons, but other than Derek, like he's definitely yeah. the leader on the defense. I mean, who totally. else? Denzel Perryman, maybe, but Denzel hasn't totally. been around that long. He's only been around one year. Like, you yes. know, Max has got the big contract. He's going to be around for a long time. He's young. Like, you know, Denzel's, what, going into, on to being 30? You know yeah. what I mean? So, yeah. like, you know, like, yeah. I, and I didn't mean to gush over Max. I mean, we're talking about we're talking about uh, Sandra, but no, but I but, mean, but, it, but, but it's like, holy cow! I just love that man. Yeah, it, it well, uh, the message that he sends there about how Mark stresses the importance of family—that's the thing that that was my big takeaway from there, Mosh. Don't you feel like it's kind of it? Doesn't it hearken to like Al, right? And how Al his relationship with his players and his executives, and whether you talk about Al Casal or Amy Trask or whoever else, right? <laughs> No. <laughs> okay. I hate to throw a I hate to throw a cog in the works. School me. You and I are family. Jeff is family because we've been through enough. Okay. You know. Um, when I was at my son's funeral and I looked out and the first face I saw was Jeff leading a group of my students. You know, Jeff and Jeff and Casey and and they were there. Jeff's family. The rest of us are part of a team. And a team can be as close as family, but families, and I don't need to tell you, and I don't need to tell you how dysfunctional families are. 
<laughs> okay. So La Familia in the way that it's familiar, but not family, but cohesive as a damn good team. Okay. So, you know, I kind of, you know, like I've worked at places and they go, oh, yeah, well, we're the, you know, so-and-so high school family. No, you're not. Because you're not who I'm going to call when I got to bury something, you know? <laughs> okay. You're who I'm going to call and say I can't be in tomorrow, you know? <laughs> but, 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 and I hate to throw that, but no, we've been, we've been saying fair. that for 10 years, but it's, it, it, it's like family, but it's, it's familiar like family, but it's not, it's, but it's, it's cohesive like the best unit you could ever put okay, together. Okay, that's fair. You know what I mean? Sure, that's like, fair. Yeah. I don't know. Okay. It's just kind of right. it's just kind of my my look at things. And hey, and you know hey. what? If we all sat around and agreed with each other, we well, would fun suck. with that. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> you know what I mean? So no, a difference in different take. And I and it. I mean, I get your point. You're right. I mean, it's, you're not wrong on that. No, but 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 there's you know you go you go through. But life. in terms of what in your facility. Are you, you know, are you, is it that unit, that cohesiveness, that connectivity when you're there? Does that breed success because you're working towards one goal? Like, I get all that. Yeah, you can, you can call it, you can call it your work family, but you, but you gotta, you gotta connect it. Now, do they have to be blood? No. If I, if I got something, there's a reason he's number four on my speed dial. Cause if I can't get you, who's number two, and I can't get Dallas, who's number three. I'm calling Jeff, who's number four. That's family. Right, okay? right, right. I got but, you. But, you know, the rest of them, the rest of them are, it's it's a cohesive working unit that's that's amazing. So, you know, I don't know. As long as it's connected. As long as it's connected and it works, man, you can call it, you can call it a pile of dog shit for all I care. <laughs> as long as it works, man. As long as it works. As long as they put up the W's, right? As Mike? long as they well, you know, because W's are important. Unlike that last guy who was at the helm. Ah, jeez. Oh, <laughs> the score is important. We do need that was to the, win. That was the weirdest comment. What is the comment? weirdest comment ever? And we like that guy. Love, Love that, that guy. guy. Oh, <laughs> familiar. We, we, exactly. We did. I mean, we sat and we chatted with him for the longest time, you know, at the Bolitnikov, because, you know, Frank said not to drop names, but we did. And it was great. But, you know, uh, what a what a dumb thing to that say. That was a weird thing to say. Is Absolutely. he working? Uh, yeah, for the Packers. Yeah, for the Packers. Yeah. All right. So speaking of family. Yes. I got more respect to get to. We don't do props. We don't do shout-outs. We give respect around here. We're going to give her a lot of respect. So I'm going to give respect to your son-in-law. Some call him Caller Greg in Tennessee. No way. Yes. And we, you know what? We should probably make him tonight. You want if we if we remember if, if we remember at the end of the night let's let's try to if, they, if there's time I mean we're already you know almost uh, almost an hour in I'll, to be a made I'll look on that and see uh, I've got a I've got a schedule of made events okay and I'll, we'll, if we can work Greg in we'll do it okay all right here's why I'm going to give respect to to uh, caller Greg in Tennessee caller Greg in Tennessee stopped by the house the other day we hung out for a little bit had some breakfast and uh, caller Greg said hey I was going through some boxes and I found some stuff. And I was, and I, I figured you might want some of these things. So for those of you that are on the audio podcast, I'm holding up to the camera on the YouTubes. Oh, no way. Raiders cards. So Dr. Death, Skip Thomas, 
Uh, who we got there? Raymond Chester. Nice. Phil Villapiano. Uh-uh. Uh, a couple Phil Villapianos. Uh, the Raiders dipped. team leaders, Dave Dalby. Um, <laughs> Lester Hayes, <laughs> who we're going to hear from later. Chris Barr. Uh, Mark Van Egan. Uh, Bob Chandler. Willie Hall. Clarence Davis. Jack Tatum. Jack Tatum. George Beeler. Monty Johnson. Henry Lawrence. Mark Van Egan. Monty Jackson. Another Villapiano. Uh, John Matuzak. Are John Matuzak. cards? Bob Chandler and Rod Martin. Yeah, these are all tops cards. Old school Raiders. That's card. my era, dude. He, I know. And here's why you're going to love this segment, Uncle Mosh, because oh. he also included this guy, number 60, Otis Sistrunk. There oh, you go, Mosh. nice. There you nice. go, Mosh. His all time favorite player. Give it up for the man Otis. from Mars. The man from Mars, Otis Sistrunk. There you go. So, what we're saying is that. Gifts can get you made just like three phone calls. <laughs> Absolutely. Well, if we get time, if there's time, if there's time, if there's time, that is so cool. That's going to go right up here on my on my shrine over here that there I have in go. front of my desk there you go. that the camera can't see. One day when I'm beating Jeff with a with a pan, we'll we'll skip. <laughs> Do we want to talk Which, about it? Talk about it and then hit a break because we got some more to get to. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, I need to announce that in the future, would you hand me the pan, please? Would you get me the yeah. pen? That in the future, the way that the way that things have transpired, um, as we go through life and we get older, we learn from our mistakes. And if we don't learn from our mistakes, then we're destined to repeat them and keep doing the same thing without having learning from it. Is something like that? It says that that's the uh, definition of insanity. So I want to go on record as saying I will no longer, in the immediate future, be beating Jeff with this pan. <laughs> and this pan has gone through some really fun-ass whippings, okay? <laughs> the reason that I will not be beating Jeff with this pan <laughs> is, and I'm, I'm handing the pan to Jeff, is because I'm in a back brace. <laughs> uh, I don't know. You can see it. it yeah, he's around. not wearing suspenders tonight. Not, on, on these the, are not the, suspenders. The, this is part of my back brace. Two weeks ago, when I whipped my buddy, I dropped the pan, and I picked up a chair, and I started pummeling him with the chair. And when I set the chair down, I yanked my back. Well, I didn't know it until Saturday. And it's on come Saturday, I was like, oh my gosh, I can't move. A number of Josh's old pain pills later, and it's, I still couldn't move. <laughs> We're two weeks into this thing, and my boss sent me a text before the show started, and she said, hey, don't beat Jeff with the pan tonight. I need you the rest of the week. I love and that I, about your wife. Yeah, no, it was the boss. Oh, your boss. Yeah, yeah, yeah the yeah, wife. Oh, told, the other, the, the other boss. The other boss. The <laughs> wife told me if I come home in pain again, I can't play with you guys anymore. <laughs> so, so you'll so, no longer be getting beat. So from now on, what I want to do is I want to show you how I'm going to beat Jeff. Okay, Jeff, give yourself two. Yes, sir. <laughs> yes. Give yourself one more and then throw the pan down and be in pain. Ah! <laughs> finally! 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 <laughs> oh, sorry. Come on. I'm hit. 
This is Kevin, the Raider nerd, live at the Oakland Raiders tailgate. Raiders! He sounds like one of the main guys. That girl really got a Uncle and I love you guys. Much love from the black hole, baby. Just win. All right, here we go. We appreciate all of you joining us in the chat room tonight. Swag Jeff, who do we got in there, buddy? Oh, my gosh. We got everyone in there, man. We got Kill Jadis, Aaron the Q-Dog Raider, Alfred Esparza, uh, OG Daniels in there, Chronicles of the Black Hole. Uh, let's see. Lee B is in there. Paul is in there. Uh, Edgar V is in there. Let's see. Crujo, Running Bear, Shane Tolbert. Um, let's see. Jeff Wilson, Lee B. Let's see. Shad Owen is in there. Hey, Shad. Uh, Yoshi was in there. What's up, Yoshi? Yosh. Yeah, Robert Pena's in there. PGF Raiders in there. Oh my gosh, we got so many people, man. So many people. We appreciate all of you joining us live. You can do that each and every week at the YouTube's 4 p.m. Pacific, 7 Eastern. Jump in there to the chat room, the best chat room in uh, in all of Raider Nation and all of sports. If you ask us. All right, next up, uh, we want to give some more respect. And we want to give respect to the California Sports Hall of Fame. Uh, hey, what's the rush, California Sports Hall of Fame? But uh, they finally <laughs> inducted. <laughs> yeah, no kidding, right? <laughs> yeah, finally inducted John Madden and, uh, and and the legendary Al Davis into oh their Hall God. of Fame. It only took they're, an they're extra. Worse than, they're worse than Canton. I know, right? It only took an extra 30 years. But, um, I mean, how big is the field in the California Sports Hall of Fame? You can't Jeez. get Al and John in there. Um, I just got issues with Halls of Fame. Uh, I hate them. Me, I hate them all. And, and I hate and I hate brilliant. the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame the worst. The year. This is why Let's go. I hate Halls of Fame. Do it. What about the year that Kiss was passed over for ABBA? Are you kidding me? Brutal. Who says Rock and Roll more, ABBA or Kiss? Right. Yeah. Please. Did Abba write, I want to rock and roll all night and party yeah, every day? Right, right, right. No, yeah. no, no. I got one for you. How about Metallica being passed over at the Grammys oh. for Jethro Tull? Oh, let Yikes. me let, let Ian Anderson stand on one leg and play a damn flute. Terrible. Please. Hall of Fames. Hall of Fames are stupid. Stupid. They don't let real people vote on stuff. No. <gasps> and this stupid California Hall of Fame? What are they like? Seriously, like in in all seriously, seriously, Al Davis passed away in 2011. John Madden passed away just a couple years ago. But but they won their Super Bowl in 1976. I don't know how many teams won the Super Bowl that represented the state of California prior to 1976. I could figure it out if I sat here and thought about it. But not a ton of them leaped to mind. The Rams didn't do it, right? The Niners didn't do it back then. The Chargers didn't do it. Were the Raiders the first team that represented the state of California to win a Lombardi trophy? I think, like, there was only 10, but it came before, right? Right. right. Wearing, Jeff's wearing the shirt right now. Super Bowl eleven, January 9th. I didn't even plan this. January 9th. They won that Super Bowl in the state of California. Right. Josh, there was a time, there was a point, in fact, that the Oakland Raiders were the winningest team. Now, listen to what I'm saying. The winningest team in all of professional sports history. They had the highest winning percentage. All you got to do is listen to my man and, and pull out pull out any of any reference tool. How can how can the the owner of this said team, the Oakland Raiders, how can he not be put into 
into the the California. There it is right there. Sport. Read it. Read the, it for the top the, professional sports franchises from 1963 to 1991. The winning percentages. Number one on the top at the time of this publication. The Los Angeles Raiders with a 670 winning percentage ahead of the Boston Celtics, Montreal Canadiens, and the Baltimore freaking Orioles. The winningest sports franchise. The first team to bring a Lombardi to the state of California. And it's 2022. Uh, hey, please, a collective thanks. sigh. So I guess uh, this turned into from much respect to it's about effing time, you yeah. jackasses. You know, the only people that do it the right way, and it's and I and, and, and you can say what you want, but the only Hall of Fame that does it the right way is there is there is one. Okay. And I'm talking rock and roll, I'm talking California athletes, I'm talking is the wrestling hall of fame. You're right. They are the only yes, 100%. one. 100%. Vince will put, and the, and the WWEF slash whatever you want to call it, will put people in as needed and then adjust them. They adjusted when Chris Benoit on his whole situation. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They took care of what needed to be taken care of, and they don't even have a brick-and-mortar building. Nope. You're right. And they'll bring people in. They don't have, make them wait this big, long period no. of time and wait for voters and all this yeah. BS. You're right, Mosh. I love it. Great, great point. All right. So I guess reluctantly, we're going to respect now <laughs> the California Sports Hall of Fame. This is kind of cool because Mark Davis was there. Mike Madden was there. And uh, they got to accept the, the awards and the induction on behalf of their dads. at the uh, Ontario Convention Center and this will be our 14th California Sports Hall of Fame induction ceremony. This year we are inducting Al Davis and John Madden. When you think about the Raiders, you think about John Madden. Of okay, I'm going to give them a little bit of a pass after we just yelled at them. This is their 14th induction ceremony. Little bit of a pass. Because they've only been doing it for 14 years. I'm still screaming we should have made the top five. Okay, so, so, but and it's I love, a little understandable. I love them for that, and I appreciate them for that, that, that they get that pass. Okay, I don't say, I, I won't say I love them. Who was ahead of those people? That's what we got to know. You know, who was ahead of those people? Yeah. Who's ahead of them? You know, it's like. If Don Coriel is in there, I'm it's, it's like, you know, people. you know, I've been a coach my whole life, and I, and I, and I, I also direct plays, and, and, and when I cast people, you know, I, I and, and 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 I did it when I cast my shows, and also when I put out my lineups. I would, you know, if I had a lineup and I had my top seven players, like when I was because I coached track and field and cross country, and when I had my top seven players and then my three alternates, and I would have parents come and say, "Well, how come my kid?" Blah blah blah, and I'd say, "Okay, here's the list. You tell me who your kid's better than. Show me, show me the times where your kids beat them." You know, or or I'd say, okay, oh, your 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 darling little sweet angel didn't get the lead in the play, really. So who is she better than? Because you tell me who she is, and we'll together make the phone call and tell her she's out and your kids in, and it shuts them the hell up. So I'm willing to say, California Hall of Fame, who'd you put in ahead of Madden? Who's got the bona fide more than Al Davis? I'm willing to bet Come nobody. Right. You know, you know, there, there's probably greats. Willie Mays is probably in there. I would hope. You know, I would hope, and by God, if he ain't, he better be. Or McCovey. Or McCovey. 
Or, you know, there's a... There's a Vita there, Blue. Or, or give me Don Drysdale. Give me Sandy Koufax for my folks in L.A. But by gosh... 14 years. Seriously? Yeah, okay. I was, I, was, I was trying to give him a little bit of a break, but you're right. <laughs> they still suck. Sorry. Of course, one of the youngest head coaches when he was hired. And then Al Davis, who hired him, is one of the guys that actually made the game what it is today. I'd like to thank everybody for coming out, celebrating the life and career of my dad and the other Hall of Famers tonight. So thank you very much. We're here because of his accomplishments and all the great things that he did in every aspect of his life. So I'm proud to be here. And he's being inducted into another Hall of Fame. It's, it's fantastic. I know that Al would be so pleased that he and John Madden are being inducted together in the same class because the two of them were in a class all their own. Okay, that was said I really think it's well. fantastic that they both went in together. And I think Mike did a great job. And, uh, Jim Gray did a phenomenal job as well about talking about my dad. And I'm just really proud. And it's a, it's a great moment. All right, Swag Jeff, I hate to give you homework, but yeah. would you mind looking up to see who the inductees were to the California Sports Hall of Fame for the first 13 years? Just out of curiosity. Actually, sure. actually, I'm going to override you. Okay, please do. Jeff, you don't have to do that. Okay, thank you. Paul. <laughs> Paul, are, <laughs> Paul, are you listening? <laughs> Nobody, I don't know why Paul has the research tools that Paul has, but Paul can, can I can go, well, I wonder who He must have normal-sized thumbs because all of us in our family have fat thumbs and we can't type into our phones fast. I know, right? Well, we got to find that out. All right. Paul, you on it? Thanks, all right. bro. All right, there you go. So Paul, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> sorry, Paul. And Paul, when you tell me, I want you to say, I want you to be that dad okay. that I just referenced. And I want you to say who should... This person's in, this person's in, this person's in. Al should have been ahead of him. John should have been ahead of him. Okay. It's, you're on it. All right. Okay. All right, here we go. Fair enough. <laughs> Sorry, Paul. Right. Paul, you, Paul. Paul. Uh, Paul. 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 Uh, okay, Mosh, we got some more uh, respect to get to. Okay, go. Who is it? This is the big respect segment. We're going to give respect, much, much respect, uh, to our good buddy, Dan Clore. Dan Clore, if you remember, is uh, the guy that heads up the Weapon X band and also Strength in Numbers Entertainment. Uh, Dan is, uh, there's no such thing as a former Marine. He is a Marine that is now uh, in his... He's, an, he's an, a, a non-active duty non-active Marine. Non-active duty Marine, thank you very much. And, uh, and so I learned that from my old man who was a, who was a Marine. Or, uh, and so anyway, so we, we appreciate Dan, of course, and his amazing service to our country. Um, but he also provides entertainment for uh, veterans. And what I, what I mean by entertainment, he provides like trips to concerts and like all these really cool things, these different events for veterans around the country. And his band uh, is, is Weapon X and they're great. And go to their website. You can just go to weaponxband.com. Definitely check out a dance band. They're great. Dan sent me a clip of one of their last performances. Um, he wrote an original song called Ride or Die, and it's Ride or Die as a Raider, and you can you can hear it on the website. It's amazing. It's, it's amazing. And he sent me a live clip of it. Uh, so we're going to play the live clip that, that he sent. Uh, Jeff, you got something there before we play the clip? Yeah, well, Paul isn't responding in the chat. Oh. I don't know. He, he must be going to get another cup of coffee or something like that. But so the California Sports Hall of okay. Fame started in 2007. Right. Okay, right. there you go. So 2007. The 2007 class includes Reggie Jackson, 
Oh, fair Agreed. enough. Okay. Jackie Robinson. Okay. Agreed. Magic Johnson. Yeah. Jerry West. Yeah. We don't like Lakers. Uh, Elgin Baylor. Yeah. Uh, Wilt Chamberlain. Of course. John Wooden. Oh, sure. Tom Flores. Oh, okay. Well, okay. I, okay. I just hate them a lot less now. I hate them a lot less, but like uh, Flores a hit of Madden. I'm, agreed. Agreed. Maybe. Well, because I was going to say, but maybe because Flores is from Cal, but so is John. Yeah. yeah. John coached at University of Pacific. Keep, keep going. Yeah. All right. Keep going. All right. Uh, Bill Walsh. Yeah. Oh. Stanford uh, and the Niners. Let's see. Yeah. Uh, Kellen Winslow. Uh, Marcus Allen. Okay. Well, because USC, USC and then the Raiders. Yep. All right. All right. Eric Dickerson. Deacon Jones. Uh, Deacon. Deke. Yeah. Jim Plunkett. Because Stanford and then the Raiders yep. and the Niners. Okay, all right. Let's see. Uh, and that's it. I still don't okay, think you put but, but, but ahead of Al. But who owned that team that that's Plunkett, what, you thank know, was, you. Yeah. Right. No, I'm 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 with you. That's better. And uh, so so that was the first year. So there wasn't so then there, the, so the following year. Well, so, oh, that's so year one? That was, that was year, year one. one. So that there was not an ABBA on that list. <laughs> No, no, I'm serious. There yeah. was no Jethro Tolls on that yeah, list. Yeah, okay. Fair. You know, it wasn't like, you know, a Harmon Killebrew because he flew through Oakland once. Right, 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 right. So, yeah. you're, so you're 2008. So after okay. that, so they go Willie Mays. There thank you, you go. Dan Winfield. Thank or, you. I'm sorry, Dave Winfield. Dave Winfield, Winfield yeah. Because uh, yeah. And, and Cheryl, Cheryl Miller. I don't know who that oh, is. Oh, uh, that's Reggie Miller's sister, basketball player. Oh, duh. Yeah. yeah. Uh, she had a hell of a three-point shot. Yes. Dan Fouts. With um, the Chargers, with the yeah. really, Vin- oh, but and he was, in, but he, he played ball in Oregon before. Yeah, that's see stupid. there, okay, that's there's stupid. my Abba. There's your Abbas, Dan yeah. Fouts. Yeah, yep. Uh, Vin Scully. Yeah, okay. Announced all the Dodgers games. Yeah, uh, yeah. And that might have been it. Okay. Ah, now see, that's a weak class. That's, that's a weak. Five. class. You don't have to have just. How can you go Why? through the history of California sports and only put in five guys when you're a brand new Hall of Fame? And you're and that was in 2008. That Al, week, week, Al, week, week. Al could have been right there, right yep. there, totally. Okay. There All right. you have it. Are we done yelling? <laughs> We're <laughs> done yelling. This turned into the California Hall of Fame hate <laughs> show. Lalo Melosa says respect for mentioning Colfax, Diomash. Hey, and, you know what? And we don't like Dodgers. And we don't like Dodgers, but we'd love Sandy Colfax. Anybody that can say, you know what? I'm at the top of my game. There's nobody better in the major leagues. Bye bye. I'm out. And there wasn't drugs, there wasn't alcohol, yeah, yeah. there wasn't hoes, there wasn't, there wasn't, you know what I'm saying? There, okay, there might have been some hoes, but there wasn't, there no, wasn't. No, no. A, You're thinking of ho-hoes, Mosh. Well, always. There wasn't, there wasn't, there wasn't a whole controversy around it. He just said, I'm done, I want to go out on top. I have always respected Sandy Koufax for that. Sorry. Around the main raider says Riven got it. Rivers got in for competitive breeding. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh. All right, we digress. Let's go back to our buddy Dan Clore and the Weapon X band and check in with the live version. It's just a clip. It's only just like a minute or so long. The of, of their song, Ride or Die is a Raider. And I encourage you, go out to the website, check them out. They're on Spotify, they're all over the place. And you can hear uh, the recorded version of this song. Uh, but let's check in and hear it live. And then we're going to get into some, uh, some more Raiders news.
Good on. It's badass, dude. I love that line. He says, we take what we want and not what you give. That's the Raider way. Yes. So good. That's so good, dude. So freaking Oh, my good. gosh. We love Dan Clore and the Weapon X band, man. We appreciate you, my friend. And, uh, yeah, keep that stuff coming, man. We love we love to hear it. And look forward to meeting up with Dan one of these days. That's one of the, yeah, one of the guys we've known a long time through the show and, and unfortunately never got a chance to meet him in person. And so look forward to meeting you one day, Dan, uh, maybe down at a game or something. Uh, all right. Um, this is cool. All right. Let's get into the media stuff now. Let's talk about the Raiders. Let's talk about the Raiders. <laughs> At the top of the show. We've been Here at the top of the show. We've done a good job tonight talking we about have, the we, we have. We really have talked about a lot we about have. the Raiders. Uh, we haven't even, like, yeah, we've digressed a couple of times. We've done good. All right, so uh, really. let's check in with a guy who, like, listen, I don't like to feature this guy a lot on this show because I think he's a blowhard and I think he's a, a knucklehead. But it seems to be more and more he's kind of coming around. Now, I don't know if it's because it's trendy. I don't know if it's because it's because it's ratings or whatever, but it's more and more this guy is coming around. Before I play the comments from Colin Coward, uh, Swag Jeff, tell us what we just had there in the Super Chat. Yeah, yeah, we had a uh, $20 donation from Fabricator Gill. Thank you, Fabricator so, yeah, Gill. So, yeah, thank you very much. We're not giving anything away tonight, but uh, but all the money does go, does go to the One Nation Foundation as we are screaming towards our goal of eight thousand dollars. Awesome, screeching man. and I screeching. I uh, I texted a little bit back and forth with Gil today, and Gil is going to offer up uh, some tickets to the Raiders Patriots preseason game. Okay. And also some parking passes, and we're going to give those away on the show. Oh, right. Um, so if you want to make a contribution to the One Nation Foundation and uh, and get those tickets uh, for whatever you're willing to contribute, uh, send me an email. That is at, uh, at murph at raidersfanradio.com. That is M-U-R-F at raidersfanradio.com. And we appreciate Gil and his incredible kindness and willingness to share uh, those tickets with us. I asked him, I said, do you want anything in return? And he was like, nope, just give them away. And I was like, okay, but what we're going to ask you. Guy, we're going to ask that you make a, fo- a, a foundation uh, donation. A foundation donation. Yeah, foundation donation. We're not going to auction them off. Not going to do any of that. Just you, you send me an offer, and we'll send you the tickets. And we appreciate Gil for being willing to do that. Um, all right, so let's check in with Colin Coward as he says uh, that he likes the Raiders' direction this offseason. What I like about what I see with the Raiders now. Mm-hmm. As with Gruden was there, it was all yeah. about John. Mm-hmm. It was all about John. And um, and I think New England now has become all about Belichick. I don't like that. I think if you look at the NFL franchises that work in San Francisco, it's the owner, it's the GM, it's yeah. the coach. They all have to keep each other in check. Uh, they all have limitations on power. I think the Seahawks have gotten into trouble now because Pete Carroll has too much power. Mm-hmm. I think Russell kept him in check. I think Paul Allen kept him more in check. So I think I like what the Raiders are doing now post Gruden. Whatever you think of John is, it feels like, I mean, John was bulldozing over Mike Mayock in draft selections. Now we've got a new coach. He'll work with Derek Carr. Mm-hmm. We have a woman now running it. Yep. The, everybody, there's checks and balances. Nobody has too much power with the Raiders. That is, ex- and, and by the way, that is exactly how the Rams work. 
Stan runs it, but he's not a meddler, but he has ultimate control. McVay has control of the offense. He hands the defense over. Les Snead runs the draft. He certainly asks Sean McVay for what he wants, but he doesn't just go to the offensive side. He drafts a lot of defensive players. Everybody, I, the uh, Dallas, Jerry's got too much power. Mm-hmm. Belichick's got too much power. Pete Carroll's got too much power. It doesn't work in football. I don't think it works anywhere. I think Golden State's a great example of this. Kerr, Bob Myers, Steph yep. Curry, Draymond. It, when Kevin Durant went there, they were great, but it felt like everybody was bending over backwards to make sure Kevin was happy, and the chemistry was not right. So I like what the Raiders are doing post-Gruden. Everybody gets a say. Mm-hmm. Everybody held accountable by somebody else that's competent around the cubicle. Yeah, and I had a chance to talk to Mark Davis recently, and he's a very caring and thoughtful person who wants the best for his franchise. And the bottom line is Sandra was the best fit for this position and the new culture that they're trying to build within the Raiders. And I hope this is just the beginning, that you see a woman, a woman of color in a high-power executive position that deserves to be there because this league desperately needs some more diversity. Oh, yeah, it does. Ownership, too. Yeah. Yeah, you know, I I do, and I'm like you. I can't stand this guy, and he and I, I can't I can't stand his voice. He's not like you know. He's, he's just one of those. He's one of those. Guys. Weather on the eights, traffic on the nines. Right, exactly. Hey, it's exactly. Boner and JJ. Boner and JJ. <laughs> exactly, exactly. But you know, I I you know I kind of agree with what they were saying about you know. It seemed like it, at least in the media, not within Raider Nation, because we knew that the team was more about. The team itself, but a lot of the people in the media, they always talked about John. Oh, John's yeah, John's yeah, triumphant yeah. return. Oh, he's come back to the promised land. He's John's all about John. Da- right, right. But so you always, I mean, they always talked about John Gruden's Raiders. John Gruden's Raiders. He's come back to the Raiders. He's, you know, all this and that. We're now, you know, remove John Gruden, bring in Marcel Reese, bring in Sandra, you know, bring in uh, the new McDaniels, coaching staff, McDaniel, Ziggler, right? Ziggler yeah, all that stuff. You got, you got all these people that are working together now to get things done. And, you know, because whether you like John or not, John John got what John wanted. You know, I mean, he whatever he wanted, you know, he wanted Clee Farrell at number four. He got it. You know what I mean? It's 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 stuff like that. So you know, so I I I agree with them. The team is moving in an amazing direction, and they're all working together. Great, great points, man. I I, I couldn't agree with you more. And and you know, like I'm I'm not a big fan of of Coward, uh, but we featured him. I'm not a big fan of Stephen A. But we're gonna feature some Stephen A. Oh, um, I know, but like, look, when someone says something that's on the nose, whether we're you really think it was on the nose? I totally think that was. I on don't the nose. think all of it was on the nose. Okay, uh, here's talk the, about it. Well, I, I, and I'll tell you why. Okay. I, I, I tell you, I think a lot of it. I think eighty percent of it was on the nose, but I don't think everything was the John show. I think yes, you're right, Jeff. I think that that John got what John wanted, but I hope all of our head coaches always get what they want. But I'm a coach's guy. Okay. okay? You know, I'm not saying that I'm not saying that they should have maybe all the power that John had, and I think that's what you were getting at, Jeff. I'm not yeah. speaking for you, but but I I do think that if it, it it comes from the top down, and the, and the top has to keep the coaches happy, so that the coaches can keep and and, and ha- I use the word happy 
loosely, but keep the the coaches content so they can keep the players content so that they can get out and bust their ass every day, every day, week in and week out. It's a long season. So I don't, I'm not ready to throw, I'm not ready to throw Gruden under the bus for that part of what he did in his tenure there. He was, and I I talked about it at nauseum for years, is that he was brought in on a 10-year plan. Right, he was right. brought in to, to change the culture and to do what he what he did, knowing how to do it. He was given that leeway. He was given those reins. He was given the keys to the kingdom. So why not use them? And I'm not going to dog him for doing that. that you know, I, I think so, that's for, I think what Coward's point there was is I, that when you look at when you give somebody ultimate power and there's not checks and balances or other influences involved, that that person's singular vision. I think a lot of times that goes awry. And when you look at it through leaders of organizations, in this case, you're talking about football teams, but you could also look at beyond that when you get into to media companies, when you get into creative uh, you know, networks, look at like a, and I know you're not, you probably hate the Star Wars reference, but George Lucas was way better when George Lucas wasn't making all the decisions on his own. When he hired other directors, when he had influences like Steven Spielberg, the product was better because you had other eyeballs, you had other influences that were... That that were uh, influencing the end product. When Al was in complete control, Al wasn't as good as when Al had Ron Wolf. When Only Al at had the Al end. And I, and I totally disagree with you. At, that was at the end when Al was slipping, okay? But when Al was in control in the heyday of the Raiders, Al was in control. But he had Ron Wolf and, and but, those guys. But, but, but he, what I'm saying to you is that we knew Gruden was given the keys to the kingdom coming in and the bulk of us embraced it. Welcome back, Chucky. Sure. Everything was great. And, and, and we were starting to see the progression of the team in a positive direction. So now that he's gone and we've gone in another another realm, okay, it didn't work, but we empowered him like that. We as in collectively Raider Nation. So I'm not willing to say that it was a it was bad. It may not have worked for us because we're going in another direction, but I'm not I I, I agree with you that that there are some some bad components of no checks and balances, but the tone in which Callan Cowan Coward said what he said is he said it in a negative way. And I'm not ready to say that Gruden's tenure was negative. I just can't do it. I think that's fair. And I don't think his tenure was negative either. But I also believe fully that when you have the the collective influence is better than the singular vision. Unless you're talking about something that's that's out of nothing like i don't know again think about creative properties like i think about jeff and i have talked a lot about stranger things lately it's the duffer brothers singular vision right it's those two guys and it's their vision the the original inception of the raiders was al davis and it was no one else and al davis crafted that but as things evolve if you just stay in that same singular vision you can kind of get passed up because you stay in that same lane that where you have other influences to when when because the nfl is ever changing it's a constant evolution. Absolutely. And, and I think that it's important to have that. And I'm, I'm with you, Mosh. I'm not ready to throw out John Gruden's legacy. It's unfortunate the way that it ended. And it, and it was, I mean. It's not over yet, though. Well, that's a whole other story, too, right? Right. But point being, though, is that you're right. It wasn't, quote, unsuccessful. But is this model set up to have the potential for greater success? I think so, yes, because now you have a community of leaders and not a singular vision. And I just, 
And when you look at the most well-run organizations around the world, whether they're sports mm-hmm. or otherwise, that's what you see is a collective vision. Yeah, you know, I totally agree. And, and you know, and Paul, Paul in the chat, and I love what he said. Um, he says, I think the difference now is that Mark Davis is actually acting like an, own, an owner. That's a great point. Because, That's a because point. you know, yes, he did give John the keys to the kingdom. And we were all okay with that. You know, I came in to Raider right, Nation. Right, right. I came in when it was him and uh, when it was Mayock and Gruden. And, you know, I came in for that first draft and stuff like that. And I always go back to, like, hearing the stories of Mike Mayock having to show all these hours and hours of film of Josh Jacobs for before John Gruden says, okay, fine, we'll draft him. You know, and then you look at the later on draft where, you know, later on in the draft where we got Hunter Renfro, Max Crosby, all those guys, you know, diamonds in the rough and stuff like that. But, uh, but yeah, no, I think, I think Paul said it exactly right. He's acting like an owner now and he's bringing in different pieces to make an organization not just giving his buddy a key to the kingdom and saying here you go because that's a, and that's effectively what he did with mckenzie and del rio as well like he he kind of he and kinda, not saying that that was a bad thing because we all at the time in 2016 we it was great in 2016 but then again but anyways i i'm with you i think that sentiment and that idea that like you know look you you bring in football people to do football things you bring in a sandra douglas right to do team presidenty things, right? Talk about things within the community, within the industry, within the state, the political side of owning a large sports franchise in the sure. state. That's what she's going to do amazingly. That's not Mark Davis's business. That's mm-hmm. not what he does. That's what she does. He's, what is, de- he's delegating all the different jobs of what an owner of the Raiders needs to do. He he brought Marcel Reese in to you know hang with to the, be play, the ambassador to be the, to the ambassador to Raider you, Nation. Yes. You know a, a guy that embraced you know Raider Nation and vice versa. You know they brought in all these guys. You know he brings in this duo of McDaniel's and Ziggler that are best friends and have been successful in the league and know how to get the job done. Stuff like that. So yeah, I, I absolutely agree with that. But you know I think I think we're kind of missing a little bit. So so. Uh, Coward is talking about it was John Cena, but I think that a lot of that was still also the media. I mean, you know, whether you agree, you know, whether you agree with it or not, it was always they always talked about whenever you were talking about the Raiders, that's you were talking too. about Gruden. Whether you, but either, you're right either, though, but that's and Tamash's point that wasn't John serving John, that was the media making it about John, which and that's and that's I right isn't that that's kind of what you're saying? That's exactly what I'm yeah. saying is that and and. You you can't – a good leader puts people in positions, people that he trusts and people that he respects so that he doesn't have to micromanage, okay? And so in, in, in Mark's defense, Mark put John in that position and said, here's the keys, go. Make me a team that wins, and I'm going to give you $100 million over the next 10 years to do it, okay? And so he was allowed to do that. When when that and he's a businessman, so when that business model came apart, I won't call it failed, but when it was when it was when it was pieced out and he had to start anew, he came up with this new business model. He put a new head coach in with these responsibilities and doesn't have all the keys to the kingdom. He put in a new GM, and now he's put in a president, and each one has a box. Your box is here, your box is here, and your box is here. If you have an issue and it's not in your box, don't F things up. 
by by going outside of your realm and let refer it to the GM, refer it to the owner, refer it to the president. Okay, and because Gruden didn't have those components, he's acting like that's a bad thing. And that's the offense that I, I take yeah. to the way Coward said that. Because you guys are right. You know, I, I love that model. I As having been a head coach with people underneath me, as having run different organizations for the state of Tennessee and different things that I've done, I had people in place, and you guys in the business world understand that. You have people you trust. You, you don't have to micromanage. You know they're going to make the decision. You're going to back their decision 100% because you put them in that spot to make that decision on your behalf. On behalf of the organization, so you know that's just the way it's the way it is, and it's it's different. But it, I'm not saying that the other was worse. It, we could still be we could right now be talking about how good Gruden and Mayock are doing. Had things transpired last year, we might that, have won a playoff game if John doesn't seriously, go anywhere. Seriously, that didn't involve if, if we didn't have if we didn't have people on Twitter with guns and we didn't have the, the tragic accidents and we didn't have the horrendous stuff that came out with the Gruden emails. Things would have been a whole lot different. Right. But you know, we can't talk about ifs. Jeff, yeah. So, uh, so, and I and I like you brought up Al because Al was is a very similar way. Al got what Al wanted, and and he brought us three Super Bowls. He brought us three championships, and it worked. And it worked for a really, really long time, up all the way until the very, very end before Al sadly passed away. And then after that, when Mark took over, he kind of was given keys to the kingdom to all these other people because that's what he saw his dad do, and he saw the success in that. So now, and he did the same thing with John. So now, and what we've kind of, the kind of the, oh, what's the word I'm, I'm looking for? The, the, the theme for this offseason is adaptive. Right. Yes. The Collect coaches it. are yeah, adaptive, all it. this stuff. Now Mark is adapting. This is the way the NFL is now. You got to adapt. You Doing the, you know, the same thing every time. It's what we always talk about with Gus Bradley's defense. You can't always run cover three. You got to do something different, man. You got to try something different. So now Mark is doing that. He's adapting and he's brought in, say, okay, you do this. Now you do this. Now you do this. And we're a well-oiled machine and we're going to make it all go. So, you know, so I like from the top to the bottom, everyone is adaptive this season and it's going to be special. That's awesome, man. I love it. Love it. Great job, guys, man. Excellent commentary. Uh, excellent comments coming in from the chat. Uh, we, we appreciate you so very, very much. And, yeah, that's a, that's a great point. And uh, I love the idea of, of, about the team being adaptive with so many so many different levels. All right, um, guys, we're going to skip uh, the, the next two segments, but I do want to get this one last clip in from, from, from here, the one we got from Good Morning Football, uh, which they were discussing the new. So this is the new look, GMFB, Sans K. Adams. Oh, my God. Miss her, man. Oh, we miss her. Uh, but, yeah, we you know, do. You know, but anyways, well, let's check in with, uh, with the GMFB folks as they talk about are the Raiders being overlooked this offseason? I do think... They are being over. They're not being talked about enough. Like right. he just said, this is a 10-win team. They went to the playoffs last year. They had a coaching snafu. They had adversity that they had to work through. And 
we're here crowning the Denver Broncos because mm-hmm. they added Russell Wilson. All we're talking about is Tyreek Hill leaving Seriously. Kansas City, but so we keep saying it doesn't matter. They're still going to be on top. And then there's the Chargers. Mm-hmm. All we keep talking about is how good they are now because obviously Herbert's return. They signed J.C. Jackson. They got Khalil Mack. We focus all around the division, and it's just like, hey, the Broncos finished last last year, and they got a new coach, and they got a brand-new quarterback. They have chemistry that they have to work through. Yes, the Raiders have a new coach and a new GM, Josh McDaniel, coming in, bringing the Patriot way. I talked to my guy, Deron Harmon, who signed there this yeah. offseason, and he's fired up about it. He said the one thing that they're building now is continuity. This is the important part, he said, during the offseason, is they've been building that chemistry. Guys are getting together, doing things outside the building, getting to know each other, and that's the focus. And those are the intangibles that you're going to need to have a good season for them to really be able to push to be at the top of that division. So I have a problem with the comment. I think it's a straw man comment. And what do I mean by a straw man comment? I think we talk a lot about the Raiders. And I think when they got Devontae Adams and Chandler Jones, we did two weeks of like, the Raiders are back, the Raiders are back, the Raiders are back. If anything, you got to pull back the reins on the Raider talk. talk. And by doing this, by saying, we're being overlooked and people aren't talking about us. And it almost makes it like like nobody believes in us thing, which is almost mind games that I appreciate (laughs) from Derek Carr. Like, in no good faith can he walk in and look in the mirror and really believe we're not talking about the Raiders. All we talk about is the Raiders. We talk about Derek Carr and how he got his new contract. Talk about the Raiders. We talk about Hunter Renfro. He's so overlooked. Well, it's not overlooked. We talk about the Raiders. And then Chandler Jones. To your point, all your Patriots buddies, it's not only just McDaniels and Ziegler. It's Mick Lombardi comes over there from New England. And then you add in all the players. Brandon Bolden, Jacob Johnson, Deron Harmon. It's a who's who of like leaders from the Patriots. If anything, I think uh, I'd like to see them get beyond the wild card round. And that's what I want to see. And uh, we talk a lot of Derek Carr, his brothers on the darn network. Uh, he talks a lot you about it. Like that's a bad thing. I like Darren Carr, the oldest brother. Oh, I don't um, like this game But anymore. all this stuff doesn't matter in May, June, July. What's going to matter? You just went through an entire relationship with Peter Schrager. Yeah, yeah, one-minute comment. Think about it, though. I had wives that didn't last that long. And not even for them in December. It's going to matter in January because when it mattered most, the Raiders had the ball down in Cincinnati and they couldn't get the job done. They are better on oh paper. Oh, my gosh, I think shut they've got a better coaching staff, and they've, their quarterback just got paid. And if you don't think that Devontae Adams out there makes a, makes a bullseye on your team, you're crazy. We talk a lot of Raiders, we're and you've got to go take mm-hmm. care of business, and you got to make sure we're talking about you in January. We're talking about you in January. Peter, okay. Wow. Right, here comes I, uh, I was good. I think one of the most obnoxious things that people do in, in our industry is that year after year, no matter what happens, they just hate this team or hate this player, and it's right. a shtick, and it gets them swimming pools, and good for them, and they do it. Uh, like, great, if, if that's how you want to have your your career and enjoy a swimming pool. Uh, for years, I've not been a fan of the Raiders or Derek Carr, just objectively. I just don't think the results have been there. I, that's all changed. I, I, I really like the Raiders this year. And Let's go, the biggest reason why is so unbelievably impressed with what they accomplished last year. I just, just understand. Derek Carr's right. They were in the playoffs, and they were one throw away from beating the Sweetheart Bengals. What he didn't mention is they're in the playoffs with an interim special teams head coach in a season in which their other head coach went through hell and was let go, in which Henry Ruggs, like, all sorts of crazy things that would have torn other teams apart, and this, this season would have just died on a vine. It inspired them. Mm-hmm. They won. 
They got into the playoffs over the Justin Herbert Chargers. They were there, ready to win that play. I, I can't tell you how impressed I am with the Raiders last year and how much it changed how I feel about Derek Carr, who I've always thought was a pretty good quarterback, and I thought he was an amazing leader. Yeah. I love what they have. Uh, I have really robust feelings about how they're going to finish in the division, which we'll get to shortly. But um, if people are saying that the Raiders aren't this or aren't that, it's not me. Like, listen, I think they're coming for the Chiefs. Like, I think they're that good. I love them this year. Yes. And I love the McDaniels factor, which seems to be this big enigma in it where, oh, my God, not only are they having a new coach there, I mean, kind of like a, a loaded topic yep. of a head coach that we're not sure but we're excited about. I love them this year, and I think they earned it last year. I love it, man. I love it. KB, is as uh, Alfred Esparza in the chat says, that's right, Kyle. Facts. It, I lo- it's nice to hear from whether it's, it's of course Kyle Brandt like he said like I've just objectively have not been a big fan of this team over the years that's changed you hear Colin Coward talking about the Raiders you hear Rich Eisen talking about the Raiders the national narrative around the team other than the haters like Florio and the people like KB was referring to the people that built swimming pools just because they're going to hate on the Raiders every single year right aside from people like that you're now starting to hear this narrative change isn't that kind of nice, Jeff? Like, do you remember, like, once upon a time, you would turn on NFL Network and they would be, like, doing training camp specials and, like, whatever else. And it was like a ghost town for Raider News. You would never hear anything. Nope. Like, they would act like we didn't even exist. And now we're front of mind. Like, it's pretty nice. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I mean, it's great to turn on the TV and hear something good about your team. You know, right? I mean, <laughs> you know, I mean, because it's a passion of ours. You know, we love our team. And when people talk shit about our team, I turn it off. I don't want to listen to I don't it. Want to listen to you, you know. Yeah. So, so yeah. So it's nice to hear you know people giving us some respect and stuff like that. You know, I I I still like being the underdog. I still like a little bit of hate. I like a little bit of hate from the media because, like, okay, keep keep running that mouth, keep running your mouth. We'll show you. We'll show <laughs> yeah. you what's going on. But you know, kind of what Peter was talking about. You know, I I just it blows my mind. And we were just talking, and we were shaking our heads when Peter was talking about it. Everyone's all in on the Broncos because they got Why? Russell Wilson. Why did we go from first from from worst to first? Why? All because of two people? Not gonna happen. No, no. and they lost Von Miller. Yeah, please come on. give me a damn break, man. Good they break. suck, and they're gonna suck. You know what I mean? And the same thing with the freaking Chargers. Okay, great. They added Khalil Mack. Wow, what's he done since he left the Raiders? Nothing besides steal money from Chicago. You know what I mean? Like, that's so stupid. And bringing it, okay, J.C. Jackson, yeah, he's great. You know, he's good. Good deal. We got Nate Hobbs. We got Rocky Sin. You know, we're good. We're good. We're good. We're, we're going to be all right. Absolutely. It's just, it, you know, but they still got stupid, uh, whatever their coach's name is, Stan, Stan, uh, what's his name? Uh, Staley, whatever, <laughs> the, the timeout king. Whenever they still got oh, him, yeah, yeah, they yeah. still got his ass, so they ain't going to win. Oh my god. Can I gosh. tell you something? Please tell it. I just had a revelation. All right. Amoshism, if you will. Okay. We um, love these. Amoshalation? There's a reason. No. <laughs> I know what you're talking about. That, that was not it. <laughs> this is a well. This arr, This is a well. Arr, this is a well. <laughs> this is a well thought out idea. It's okay. not. It's not a premature modulation. This is a well thought out idea. <laughs> I think get that looked at. I think, and I believe in my heart that the reason that Raider Nation is growing has a lot to do with wrestling. <laughs> now, bear with me, if you will. Uh, okay. There was a thing called the Attitude Era. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Well, the best era was ever. It was in. It was in the late nineties. 
And it was, it was, you look who your champs were. Your champs were Stone Cold Steve Austin. He was, he was the everyman. He was the guy that, that, that did the, that did the fingers to everybody. He, he, he guzzled beer. He, he, he beat up his boss, beat up his boss. He broke through when he wasn't supposed to. It was, it's affectionately known to those of you that watch wrestling as the attitude era. There was a reason that in 1997, after winning SummerSlam on his WWE debut, that Rocky got booed because he was a baby face and there was no room no room, nay room for baby faces. The Broncos are the baby faces of the NFL. The Cowboys are the baby faces of the NFL. The 49ers are the baby faces of the NFL. There's no room for baby faces in the NFL's new 2022 attitude era. Let's go, Mike. There is one team, one team only. That's the Raiders. We might as well have Raider jerseys that say Raiders 316. Ah, yes. <laughs> because seriously, that's the reason people like us. We are the everyman. We are the folks. We are the folks from the Attitude Era. We're the ones that say, okay, you know what? We about, we about, <laughs> perfect. Jeff is ha- holding up a foam finger that, that Murph and I got at one, a wrestling event a million years ago. It's an Austin 316 finger. And, and, but that's, that's really, the, that's the reason we're gaining this popularity. That's the reason Stone Cold was on Letterman. That's the reason back yeah. then when Rocky turned heel in 1997 that he became so popular that he's no longer called Rocky, that he's back, you know, he's Dwayne Johnson, that he has multiple shows, that he's a multi-bazillionaire. It all had to do with the Attitude Era. And that's, what, that's what's happening right now with NFL football. We're entering into the Attitude Era. And who's the stone cold? The Raiders. Finally, 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 and that's the bottom line, because Uncle Mosh said so. I'd, I'd, I'd crack this Coors Light and chug it, but it says spit all over it, so that I make sure I don't drink out of it. I did, I had to write, I had to write spit on it. So that <laughs> I, was wondering, I was wondering why you were grimacing earlier when you yeah. took a swing of your beer. Oh, oh, oh. <laughs> All right, we're going to skip. I don't know. That's just a thought. I That's a great thought. I love I it. I love it, Mosh. Great stuff there from the, the legendary Uncle Mosh. And uh, and so we're going to skip. We got I got two more segments to get to. Teaser. We're going to talk to you next week about the comments from Jamarcus Russell, or uh. as we affectionately refer to him as Jabustus Fatback. Um, we're going to talk about him, and then we're going to talk about uh, this is actually one of my favorite things this week, and I'm kind of bummed we're not going to have a chance to get to it, but look forward to it next week. Jeff talked at the Fannies last week about the Best Friends Award, right? And you talked about Chandler Jones and Max Crosby and, sure. and, and, and Derek Carr and Devontae Adams and Ziggler and, and, and McDaniels. Lester Hayes and Mike Haynes 
are my new ta- my new favorite team of best friends. Nice. And I've got some incredible audio coming really? from those guys. Yes, it's amazing. But we're gonna we're gonna do it next week, and so just consider that a teaser. But we're, we're gonna run. We'll be doing a three hour show if we keep going with everything we had planned. Hey, tonight. so can so we, we get Greg next week then? Because we're gonna run out of time. Yeah, we're we'll nah, we'll out of time. We'll yeah, get we'll we get, get next okay, week. Thanks. We'll get next week. Let's go ahead because uh, we want to hear from you, and more of you and less of us is a good thing. So Uncle Mosh, let's jump into the sea of fans mailbag. Fading, looking, looking, looking. He's under the gun. He's tied. He's thrown. It is. All right, Raider Nation, we appreciate all of you that are joining us in the chat room tonight, where you can find us at youtube.com slash Raiders Fan Radio. That is each into every week, uh, and uh, we appreciate you. Aaron the Q-Dog Raider, Kill Jadis, Julian Cardenas, Lee B., Rick Raider, Lee B., Edgar V., uh, Foxy Scorpio is in there, Running Bear is in there, uh, Kill Jadis is in there, Ariel Zuniga is in there, Lencho is in there. Uh, we appreciate you so very, very much, and, and for sticking with us through episode number 251 of Raiders Fan Radio. And as we mentioned, uh, more of you and less of us is a good thing. This is where we love to hear from you and uh, and, and you start communicating with the show because then we can uh, we can include you in our annual Fanny Awards show like we did last week. Or um, actually, <laughs> I, I'm up for an award next year. Most you likely are. to give you COVID. That's right. <laughs> oh, yes. yes. This is if you think about it, this is actually the first time I've seen you since last week. Since, since two, two weeks, weeks ago. ago. Yeah. yeah. So for uh, so I was I, I mentioned I was playing injured last week and I was a little swimmy headed during the show. Turns out I had COVID and I, I had tested negative prior and and I was twice right twice twice, twice I tested negative but uh, sure enough the next day after the fannies I tested positive and I was worried that I was going to give it to these guys. Thankfully nobody in the fan cave got it and nobody I came in contact in my work life and otherwise and personal life got the COVID. So I'm glad it was an isolated incident. But anyways, but yeah, so most likely to give you the COVID in the fan cave. That's me but anyway i digress if you want to be a part of the show email us or call us if you could call us uh it's 909-345-3346 that's 909-345-3346 or you can leave us an email at show s-h-o-w as mosh says the incredibly inventive email address is show s-h-o-w what i got nothing you got my, enough? My headset's oh. dead. All right. Uh, that's show at RaidersFanRadio.com. And, uh, and so you can leave us a, an email, and Uncle Mosh always reads those emails. And Uncle Mosh, who do we have tonight? All right. Well, uh, I'm going to go ahead and start. This might sound a little weird because uh, my headset's dead. But that's okay. It goes like this. <clears throat> oh, yeah. Keep alive and permit <laughs> me to jive. It's the Macho Man Raider Savage coming to you by the way of electronic mail. Yeah. The Macho Man Raider Savage is unfortunately down with a cough, but Raider Savage is still hanging tough. Kill Jadis went camping and he brought it home to me. So now the cough has spread to all three. But now don't worry, because the Macho Man clubbed Kill Jadis until his brain was a paral- in a paralytic status, which is exactly what Chandler Jones is going to do to Russell Wilson's bones. Oh, yeah. Now, I know Kill Jadis sent an email last week, but I say that it's too weak. 
double the weeks off means double the fun, which means Raider Savage can't be outdone by his manager. Take care, Raider Nation, because now that this has been a long vacation, but football season is just around the corner, and on our wait time is starting to get a lot shorter. Soon we'll hear the thumping of pads and the grunts of our lads, the cracking of helmets to decrease our enemy's cognitive wellness. The silver and black will be going on attack, and there won't be any looking back as we become the leader of the pack. Oh, yeah! The quiet time in sports is going to end, and we won't have just baseball to watch, but football, America's real pastime sport. Now, let me just say a quick note to Swaggy Jeff, and I just want to say, ah, never mind. Apparently, Kill Jadis just made me delete that part because oh. he said it was too mean. But I'm just joking with you, Saggy. Swaggy. Saggy. Sorry. Is that what he said? Sorry. He must have been referring to my, my boob shot last week. <laughs> but I'm just joking with you. You can turn this down just a little bit. But I'm just joking with you, Swaggy. You sacrificed your body to help me retain my title. So it's all love from me. Be patient, Raider Nation, because Raider football's coming up soon. Can I give an oh, yeah? Can I get an oh yeah from everyone and in everyone that's in the chat? And if you're ready for Raider football, say, oh yeah. I said, if anyone is ready for Raider football, say, oh, oh yeah. yeah. Dig it. Nice. Wow. We all know who that was from. Well, yeah. <laughs> What's up, Murph, Mosh, and Swaggy J? You may recognize me. But if you don't, I'm just a guy that pops in in the chat room every once in a while. Even though I haven't been listening very long, I can say that de this is definitely the best Raiders show on the platform. And it cannot be beat. Much respect to everything you guys do for the One Nation Foundation and other Raiders charities as well. Wednesdays are always my favorite day because of this show. I love you guys and the rest of Raider Fan Radio Nation as well. Raiders! Shalen Sangara. And he said, P.S., I'm thinking of changing my name to Raider Shank. He did. Let me know did, what you yeah. guys think. Okay, so uh, for some of you that aren't in the chat room and didn't see what Raider Shank wrote. Somebody said, whoa, 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 because he's in he's in Canada. Somebody oh, said, okay. does Shank mean the same thing in Canada? That was Coach oh, Davis. Does Coach here. Davis said Coach that. Coach Davis said oh, okay. that. Yeah. And, of course, Shank said, oh, no, no, no. Shank, it's like a familyism thing. So oh, it's because it, 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 I wondered about that too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It probably doesn't, probably, it's probably not in line with uh, the Shiv sisters or something, you know. All right. <laughs> Hang on. Well, I, got, I was whittling down my toothbrush while you were talking yeah, about yeah, that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I'm going to be, uh, I'm going to be kind of in the blind here because I'm playing without a headset. It was, it was clicking on and off. I'm just going to go until I'm done with this and then we'll go. Hey, everybody. Hope you're all well. Since the last show, there's been a few things going on. I hope you all had a great July 4th, and thank you all for look. July 4th, speaking of that, yes. happy birthday, Al. Yes. Happy yes. birthday, yes. Al. Respect. Happy Respect. birthday, America. Happy birthday, Al. Happy birthday, my buddy, Angela. Uh, July 4th, and thank you all for looking after the old country for another year. Of course, it was also the birthday of Al. If, you know, if I would proofread these, I'd see that he was saying right, it. It's right, also right. the birthday of Al Davis. Where do you start when you want to pay tribute to the biggest maverick in sporting history? 
Never has there been a sporting figure that has achieved so much, changed so much, and battled through so much adversity to achieve his end goals for the team he adored. The man has no equal in any sport anywhere in the world. There are a few pretenders, afternoon Jerry Jones, but there's no one like Al Davis, and I firmly believe that St. Peter only stands at the pearly gates because he was Al, has Al's permission. For that matter, the pearly gates have probably been changed to silver and black by now anyway. A happy belated happy birthday, sir, and thank you. I'm sure Al would be proud of his son right now after the appointment of Sandra Douglas Morgan, she seems, I know I'm proud. Uh, she seems like the perfect fit for the role. And if, I got a little bit of a crush. I got a little I bit of a crush. Yeah. She seems like the perfect fit for the role. And of course, it's another inspiring progressive appointment by Mark and his team. Welcome, Madam President. Congratulations are in order for another exceptional Fanny's Award show. A very fitting way to reach show number 250. At this point, I wanted to say something really profound about the RFR family and their generosity shown towards the summer of swag. But words fail me. You're a wonderful group of people. Absolutely, Paul. So the new season is slowly getting closer. It seems a long time ago now that we signed Devontae Adams and Chandler Jones, but the season is nearly with us. In fact, it's only 22 days until the Hall of Fame game against the Jaguars. Yes. <sighs> I'm getting pretty annoyed now, though. I hate preseason. I always have done. <laughs> I've always thought it was too long. So I'm thinking of lobbying the hierarchy at the NFL for a couple of rule changes. I propose extending rosters to 100 players. The season to run for wow. 10 months from September to June <laughs> and a complete ban on orange, red, and powder blue. <laughs> Deal. I think I stand a chance of convincing them it's the right thing to do, and if I put enough money in an envelope, I'm sure I could get their attention. <laughs> As we head towards the Jags game and Cliff Branch's big weekend, my thoughts oh, are already nice. turning towards you, our next inductee, and they should be. There are still many deserving names, all of which I'd support. But above all others, I wanted to see my guy, Lester Hayes, finally rewarded and acknowledged for the great player he was. His stats are there for all to see, and many an ex-player will tell you all about the judge. Then, last week, I got my wish when he was announced on this year's shortlist. I've got everything crossed for him. Also announced was Amy Trask, which is another fantastic achievement. And anybody who has read her book, You Negotiate Like a Girl, will agree that she is fully deserving of the award. Only one thing would give me more pleasure next year, and that's our fourth Lombardi trophy. My rant this week is aimed at Brett Favre. During an interview with TMZ Sports last week, week, Brett really let himself down. Farr believes that Devontae Adams will regress because he hasn't got Aaron Rodgers and that it would take time before Adams and D.C. gel as a unit. He's used, <clears throat> excuse me, he's used an if that happens or if that happens scenario. Well, Brett, me old mate, if my auntie had junk, she'd be my uncle. <laughs> <laughs> if, oh boy, Paul. if is the biggest word in the English language. The comments aren't based on anything other than what he wants to happen. 
He conveniently ignored the fact that they've played together before and have known each other for years. If you look up the word chemistry in the dictionary, there'll be a picture of them together. He's obviously bitter because Adams left Green Bay and he doesn't want to admit that it's the Packers that will take the step backwards, not the Raiders. A very poor article, probably the most pointless piece of literature since the A to Z of French war heroes, the Philip Rivers. (laughs) (laughs) Wait, there's more. The Philip Rivers book of birth control. Or John Elway's famous learning to count with your hoof. (laughs) And that was his second book. Yes, it was. The first one was how to eat corn on the cob from around the corner. Uh, I I can't cope with preseason anymore. I need football. Stay safe, RFR family. Love you, Raider Nation. His Lordship, the Royal Scribe, Paul Egerton, Shropshire, Mississippi. Polly Award winner, 2019 and 2000 and 2022. Foggy Glasses Award winner, 2020. BRT Sizzler Scorekeeper. Proud made man. Five times. Plus, 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 plus one. 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 Winner. <laughs> Paul. Paul. This is your fault. You killed us. <laughs> Paul. 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 Hello, Paul. Paul. I met him with Paul. Who? Paul. Paul, yes, Paul. Paul's not here. Hey, Paul. Paul. Uh, hi. I'm Paul. Paul, uh, Paul in the chat says, how to eat an apple through a tennis racket. Good old, that, was his, <laughs> that, was his, that was the name of John Elway's first album. Um, so, you know, it's funny. So I got to tell you this, this. I read one of the funniest uh, uh, comments on our, uh, on our Facebook this week. So it, it was the 4th of July, of course, here in the United States. And so I posted up a picture of me and my son, Vinny, in our, in our Raiders stuff and our 4th of July gear yeah. with our fireworks. And I put it on our, on our Facebook. And so Keith Smith, who was the president of Silver and Black UK yes. over there across the pond, he wrote a pretty funny line. He said, what's the deal with the celebration? I thought that was pretty funny, right? That is hilarious. It's pretty funny. And then Chuck Splatterhead McCann, president of the of the uh, New Jersey chapter of the Black Hole, wrote in response, "We're celebrating the pronun- the pronunciation of the word schedule." <laughs> Nice. Nice. Isn't that funny? That's a great line. And he spelled it like S with a capital K. Schedule. Oh my gosh. I died. That was so funny. Isn't that funny? Yeah. Good old freaking Chuck and Keith Smith, man. We love you guys. All right. Next up, let's let's get to these emails. But before we do that, I guess we got to hit this break. Britannia, Britannia rules the waves. This is Keith Smith, the Crusader Raider, calling you from London, England. And you're listening to Raider Fan Radio. And we're in Merth's Cave, and I tell you, this is the only place you need to be. Go Raiders! Did you say busted? <laughs> All right, here we go, Raider Nation. We got... Oh, no, huh? 
I missed something. The guys have lost it. Something happened off camera. The guys have lost it. No, the problem was it was on camera. Oh, no. So, I I wrote I, I wrote it, it uh, quickly. I wrote a Go note, ahead, and then and Jeff saw it, and I was flipping the note, the bird, and so I, I thought my camera was still on, and yeah. I was like doing a bird over here, and I look it's up on the fan cam, and I look up in the fan cam. <laughs> 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 well, do it again, Jeff. <laughs> well, it is. This, you did do the Stone Cold earlier, so might as well. Oh, oh yeah, my. there you go. Goodness. Oh my gosh, too funny. All right, so next, let's get to the voicemail. So you can leave us a voice. I told you this. Good thing we cut two segments because here we are at the two-hour mark at the top of the show, and we're just getting to the voicemails where you can leave us a voicemail at nine zero nine three four five three three four six. That's nine zero nine three four five three three four six or nine zero nine three four five three three four six. And if you leave us a message three times at 909-345-3346. We will refer to you as a made man or a made woman because every crew needs a captain. And or Wait, no, that's not why. What? <laughs> yeah, they do. You're damn right about that, Murph. You can become part of the crew and by leaving uh, But not us the a, captain. But not the captain because there's we only We already one. got one of those. We got one of those and we call him the capo. He is Aaron the Q-Dog Raider and he always kicks off this segment. Greetings, Don Murphy, Sick Larry Marsh, on the boss of Sonny, our sergeant officer, Spitzer, Big Raider Trucker, Mojo from when the universe speaks, Ramon the Mean King, Swag Jeff, Wild Raider, Chuck Splatter in the camp from the Inebri Nation, Ron the Mater Raider. Let's talk about that doggone uh, Hall of Fame game. I heard it might be a team in it that we might be interested in, but I digress. Nation, once again, the silver and black have blazed yet another trail in the sports world. Enter our new queen of darkness, Sandra Douglas Morgan, who has broken through that glass ceiling and becoming the first female president of an NFL team. Uh, This marks a historic day in Raiders history, but more importantly, in league history. It also marks the end of my low-key relationship with a certain mayor of San Francisco, London Breed. Baby, you knew what this was. Whenever I was looking for a home for the Raiders, and I got to move on, baby. But once again, the hiring is a monster's relationships with female officials. Step forward for racial equality. Now the oh, NFL me. will come to find out what the Raider Nation has already realized. Raiderettes do it better, baby. Now, as a man, I'm pleased to see that our new president is breaking down barriers. As a Raider fan, however, I'm honestly not surprised by the hire. Looking at the history of the Las Vegas Raiders, I mean, they've always been trailblazers in the NFL. This move is nothing new to our organization because that's simply what we do, baby. It's not a publicity stunt, you know, following up, you know, Gruden's second tour as head coach, nor is it, you know, something just to basically garner more clicks as far as the, uh, you know, the, the Twitterverse and all that stuff is concerned. This person... President Douglas Morgan is simply the best person for the job. I don't have to run down her resume to let you know that she is entrenched in Las Vegas and has been an integral part of multi-organizations dealing with millions of dollars and actually has put her wares to use. This specific signing reminds us of Al's vision, and it still lives on, baby. The greatness of the Raiders continues to be as huge. Davis cared not about the color of your skin. He didn't care if you were gay. He didn't care whether you were a woman. All he focused on was winning. And if you could do and get the job done, that was good enough. So with that being said, the president, Sandra Douglas Morgan's job description is simply put this way. Just win, baby. 
During the American Century Celebrity Golf Tournament somewhere up in the upper part of Nevada, um, continual pain in our ass. Travis Kelsey was up there golfing, hacking left, chasing him right, but he was heckled by one of our beloved fans, and he responded in this way by saying, I tell the fans all the time, I love them. I know I'm getting a dub and 200 yards every time I play the Raiders. Granted, the numbers somewhat check out for Kelsey, but in reality, though, he has never had a 200-yard game against the Raiders. He only came closest in 2018 when he amassed 168 yards against our beloved Raiders, and Kelsey gives, you know, as good as he gets, but he's been known to be on the record as being fairly complimentary of the Raiders over the course of time, so I'll give this fool a pass. Now, there have been a lot of talks lately about the Las Vegas Raiders rosters and where they rank going into the upcoming season. You have our favorites, Pro Football Focus, ranking us as the 21st in the league. Then you have CBS Sports, which goes and puts us up at number 12. The chatter about this team is all over the place. I mean, honestly, um, the Raiders have been, you know, uh, as far as expenditures, and I put this on the sourcing of Big Raider Trucker himself as the 13th uh, team in the league that spent the most money on their offensive unit. And that's a big mark in the right direction. However, the pundits, they're all over the place talking about we can go anywhere from being a, a repeat playoff team to being fourth in the AFC West. Now, let's take a real hard look at the roster. And honestly, we, we got to put aside our, our silver and black colored glasses and look at the team for what it is. We aren't going to write these guys off either. Do I see them making the Super Bowl? Possibility. If you cannot handle, you know, how we go about looking at our own team objectively, what are we doing this for? Now, the, the top of the Raiders unit looks impressive, most impressive. I can't remember the last time the Raiders team had this many position groups that had top ten talent across the spectrum. Now, D.C. Ford, Derek Carr, regardless of how you feel about him, and I do have feelings, um, he's getting ready to be in a prime position in order to put a lot of people in their rightful place. Nevertheless, if one of these premier acquisitions that we've got or premier players that we've retained suffers an injury or, for whatever reason, fails to live up to expectation, see Corey Littleton, Cleve Furl, or Jonathan Abram, Preach. the Raiders may not have the pieces necessary in order to carry on for another you know, campaign as a playoff team. And honestly, the team might actually crumble. We almost saw this last season. Our Raiders, they almost missed the playoffs because the offense sputtered after losing a couple Alabama products. This year's Raiders figure, you know, they have even more star power, but likely less depth. The bottom line is the ranking rosters on paper, hey, that's for amateurs. That being said, we can still take a hard look at our team, and I think we might actually be okay. According to Sport Track, the Raiders are estimated to have over $20 million in cap space heading into the season over the summer. Recently, NFL Network's total access Body beautiful host, MJ Acosta Ruiz. Interview David and Derek Carr, who gave the best uh, take about the new Raiders mentality moving forward. When asked by, uh, uh, I guess, MJ about a certain team that is in our particular division, um, the Sandy uh, or L.A. Superchargers, DC4 said he's already talking trash to Khalil Mack. And he hasn't stopped since Mac left the Raiders. DC4 summed up the Chargers' defense as Mac, Boza, and a bunch of guys. And why wouldn't he? 
the entire NFL landscape of pundits, uh, talk show hosts, radio hosts, uh, beat writers, and even podcasters and fans are praising the Chargers this preseason, citing the many additions they've made to their roster, freely offering the prognosticators uh, uh, basis for their emotions and feelings. <laughs> Sounds feminine to me. However, keep in mind, that it was the Raiders who made the playoffs in 2021, not the defeated Chargers. It was Carr, who, after Bosa called him out for folding up like a lawn chair in the face of pressure, effectively ended the Chargers' season, and we were there as RFR to watch it in person. For all the moves the Chargers had made and bolstering their defense, understand one thing. They weren't good enough to beat the Raiders last season. In fact, one could argue that every move that they have made thus far, the Raiders have been on par with, if not exceeded on their own. The Raiders no longer have to, to say no excuses. Now they can just take the next step and focus on winning the AFC West and have Carr shut all the critics and naysayers up. A little-known fact, it is that the Chargers have never beaten a Patriots team with a Josh McDaniels-led offense, and now we've got that offensive genius on our side of the equation. Jamarcus Russell, who was asked on a certain pod show yesterday if he considers himself to be one of the biggest busts in league history, and he had a funny response saying, I must have been the best to be the biggest, Russell said. Now, if you're going to call me a bust, put the biggest on that mf So there you have it. Acceptance. You suck. Silver lining. <laughs> Legendary Raiders trader. Randy Moss will be replaced by RG3 this fall on Monday Night Football Countdown. Yeah, the hit list. <laughs> Santa Sammy, yeah. the Las Vegas Garden Railway Society, Jackson Mahomes, Roger Goodell, Jerry Jones, Daniel Snyder. Is that dude? Is he still docked in France? Um, Jim Rome, Mike Wilbon, Jason Whitlock, and Insurrection. Oh, there he is. Aaron the Q-Dog Raider ruined deed, my friend. Excellent stuff. Where is Daniel Snyder? I'm not sure. Be, I can look him up. That would, <laughs> hey. Yeah, please. What? What is it? What is it, Mosh? Well, you know, Aaron. Aaron is amazing. Of course. Aaron, Aaron, Why is the capo? Well, you know, and he and he brings it, and he's not scared of Google. You know, Google doesn't get Aaron. Anymore. No, Google doesn't get Aaron. Aaron is to Google like you know. <laughs> Chuck Norris is to a bunch of sissies. You know, I mean, Aaron Aaron ain't scared of Google. Chuck Norris doesn't do push-ups. He does earth downs. He does earth downs. Yeah. Okay. We've had a lot of people talk about, this is this is so off the rail. Do you want me to save it? I mean, can I, can unless I, you want to be here for another 30 minutes. I just, but, want, I just want to give a shout-out. Okay, do it. I, I mean, I'm in a hurry. I know we don't give shout-outs. Yeah, we do respect. I watched something over the last week. Okay. That, honest to God, was one of the coolest things I think I've ever seen on TV. It okay. was one of the coolest new sporting events. Okay. <clears throat> you talking about tag? No. It's so much better than that. Oh, that it's, the professional I'm, tag. I'm, I'm, telling, I'm telling you right now, it makes tag look like it's a bunch of sissies. <laughs> I'm not lying to you. Okay. This is called the World Series of Stickball. Oh, really? The World Series of Stickball. I, I have, I have a, a, a fellow um, employee that participated in it. He participated. He, okay. he, he played. Uh, he's from Oklahoma, and he's, he's part of the Chickasaw Nation, and he played on, the, on a Choctaw team. But 
and you guys are looking at each other like I was looking at it, right? It's, so this is what it is. It's played okay, on a right. football field. I'm just going to tell you quickly. It's played on okay, a football right. field. There's a, there's a post on the goal line of each football field. It's like a, a six-by-six post, about 10 feet high, okay. 12 feet high. There's 30 guys on the field, and each one carries a stick. Okay. And they have a ball. And they have to, they, it's like lacrosse. They have to scoop up the ball and they can advance it. Okay. And you have to throw it at this stick, and that's how you score a point. Okay. Right? If you got the guts, you can keep the ball locked in your thing and tap it. There are no pads. Some people wear shoes, some people are barefoot. There's no rules on tackling. The only rule you have is you can't get mad. Okay. <clears throat> These guys beat the living crap out of each other. Sounds it's fun. amazing. It's like if you took rugby and lacrosse and you took the sissy pads off of the lacrosse players and they they out there. But the best part of it was okay. the women. These women were like were like 160, 180 pound women, and they were they, you can tackle, you can pull hair. You can pull jerseys, and they beat the living crap. They had three stops in the first game I watched for the ambulance. Wow. It was like rollerball. It was amazing. R.I.P. Jimmy Conn. It was, and I have so much respect for the Native Americans that participated in this. Not only that, but I just last little bit, it's the longest, the longest professional sport and it, it it's professional but they don't get paid longest recorded sport ever in history it's been around for 500 years really? wow. that's and that's, that's how awesome. some of the native american tribes used to settle their scores as opposed to warring against each other really? they would play have stickball. they would play stickball and it is badass if you'll just if you'll just go on the youtube and put in world series stickball just watch 5 minutes and okay. you're going to be hooked i guarantee it it is amazing it's such a cool off season sport and it just it it it, uh, uh, it completed i think today um, nice. But it is just, it's amazing. It's amazing. Okay. okay. Awesome. That's all I got to say. Okay. Hit, go ahead, and because I have zero way to transition or segue out of that. <laughs> so hit me an audio break there, and then we'll get to the next I'm one. Sorry. I'm sorry. I'm no, sorry I derailed this, but I just, no, I, I, meant, I meant to say that an hour ago when we were talking about the off-season of the <laughs> off-season, but we had so much to talk about. Hey everybody, this is Johnny Spencer from the punk rock band Stringer, and you're listening to Raiders Fan Radio with Merck and Uncle Mosh. Go Raiders, baby. And Swag Jeff. And Swag Jeff. And Swag Jeff. All right, you guys don't talk enough about the Raiders, so let's go to our caller in the 305 and uh, and check in with him in the Sea of Fans mailbag. And uh, so I don't, this is a tough, uh, I'll just play it. Tell me if you can pick up the name here. Hey, bro, this is Hacking and Flakers from Florida. Yeah, I got um, it. Uh, I don't know it was Hacking and Flakers from Florida. I'm sorry I haven't been so lately, bro. I have my left leg removed. So I'll see you pretty soon, bro. God bless. The man had his leg removed. I don't, I don't know. Uh, Hijack Fuentes is what he said. Fle- I didn't catch his I could have swore he said Hijack Fuentes from Centerville. F- 305. He's a caller in 305, which is Florida. And so call us back because I appreciated hearing. Uh, your, I didn't get your message. I looked. So Jeff was here yesterday. I looked on Facebook. I looked on our Instagram. We get messages in so many different places. I'll say this, Raider Nation, if you want to get us something, send, it, send an email. 
because we always will get your emails at show at RaidersFanRadio.com or you can email me directly at Murph at RaidersFanRadio.com. If you send messages to the Instagram or to the Facebook or it's kind of a hit and miss, man. There, we have so many different places that we are, Twitter and all that across our social media platforms. Send me an email, and that way we can read your email aloud. And uh, and, and and sorry to hear about um, what you're going through, man. But we know that we're we're with you. We're thinking about you, and uh, and, and and prayers up, brother, because that's a tough, tough thing to have to deal with. I heard from our buddy Tim Moat tonight, who is how's uh, he doing? Running bear. He's in the ER. Like I mean, so oh no, yeah. So but so but shoot us those messages on on the on the email, and uh, and know that we're thinking about y'all. And 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 anytime, I'm always feel like. Not to make it about us, but like it's very uh, heartwarming to know that like when folks are going through challenges, uh, whether they're in the hospital or whatever, that they're listening to our show and that like that we be, are part of their recovery or whatever. That is a very, very flattering thing. And so, you know, we'd love to hear those stories. But if you're going to send us a message, please do it by email. That way we can uh, we can honor your story uh, in, in the best way possible. All right. Uh, next up. So we live in this little town outside of uh, Nashville, Tennessee. Uh, we're all from the uh, from California. Uncle Mosh and I are from the Bay Area. Uh, we've relocated to Middle Tennessee, and we took our Raiders fandom with us. And so in this little town that we live in, there's a bunch of Raider fans. Man, they're everywhere. And here's one of them, and we don't know who this is. So, again, we don't know who you are because you, <laughs> we didn't leave your name, but respect. Caller from Murfreesboro, Tennessee. Greetings from the greatest collection of Raider fans in the world. Greetings from Murfreesboro, Tennessee. Always remember to keep the focus on the mystique of Al Davis, history, tradition, winning, great players through all the decades, winning or losing, living or dying. It's all about the Raiders, and it's all about Al Davis. Let's go Raiders. Let's go Raiders, man. Appreciate the call. Love it. Uh, Aaron the Q-Dog Raiders says, not that last call before, that's Lalo Melosa. Oh, was it really? Was he right though? I mean, or was he just saying that, or was no, was he says that's Lalo? You guessed the city, so he, okay. So yeah, so Lalo, send us a message uh, on the email, please, brother. Yeah, and, let and, us know, and, Lalo. And again, you know, you know that we're thinking about you. And call her in uh, the borough there. Yeah, hit hit us up. Send us an email, and we'll meet up for Dominicos. Yeah, we'll meet you for Dominicos. Sure. Yeah, absolutely, or King Louis spot or something like that for sure. Oh, yeah, absolutely. yes, yeah, absolutely. So uh, keep the keep the calls coming. Two more, and you can become a made man, and uh, and definitely leave us your name as well. Uh, all right, next up, we're going to get to our buddy, uh, Cool Cody. Hey, this is uh, Cody Thompson, a.k.a. Cool Cody. Just uh, offiest of the off-season, so uh been busy, but just caught up with the fannies and have to say thank you for being nominated and winning the Best Cody Award. Um, yeah, I got to say thank you to my parents for naming me Cody. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I'll uh, not be here today. <laughs> But uh, really calling in here to, because I got moonlighted on my uh, newcomer award. But in uh, in all fairness, I think uh, the winner should be go to uh, the uh, blind athlete, drunken blind athlete. <laughs> he uh, he deserves it. That was a great first call, and uh, he can be the sole winner. Since I got the Cody Award, so uh, in the controversy there, and uh, either way, great show. Thank you for all the content, and uh, go Raiders! All right, go Raiders! Cool, Cody. So here we go, Mosh. I'm gonna throw it to you. This might be one of the first ever. Have we had a reversal? No, but the the uh, Jeff and I conferred why that was going uh, okay, on, please, and please the record case. book has been amended. 
Okay. See so, how easy that is? So cool. Why is the Hall of Fame, why are they such asses about it? It's I, easy. It's so, it was so easy. I looked at Jeff. Jeff looked at me. We didn't even have to speak, and he went ahead and made the changes in the record book. There you go. Done. Done, done and done. Done and done. Thank you, Cody. That's what I'm talking about right there, brother. Appreciate you, cool Cody, and congratulations, Drunken Blind Athlete, on your uh, Newcomer Award. New Soul Newcomer Award. Rookie of the Year here at Raiders Fan Radio. Next up, let's go down to our buddy. Uh, we call him the Houstorian. He lives down there in Houston, Texas, and he is Houston Raiders Steve. Murph, my swag, Jeff, Nation. Houston Raiders Steve. Just want to say I got kind of emotional today watching the press conference for Sarah Douglas Morgan, our new president of the Raiders. As you know, she's been a Nevada resident for 40 years. She's been an attorney in Nevada. She's been a, in the gaming industry through Caesars and the other uh, gaming regulations and stuff. I can't tell you how proud I am that she's our president. Um, just like Amy Trask was when she was our first CEO. She brings so much experience um, in the business community and also it's an entertainment uh, community as well. And just think how many fans, like she mentioned about expanding and growing the Raiders fan base. How many people is she going to bring, especially women, into being the fans of the Raiders? As she said, she's a, we've got a worldwide fan base, and I'm just so damn proud that she's our president. She's the face of our organization. And what a face. And I, the fact that she's going to be working with Mr. Ziegler and our head coach, uh, and you know who he is. <laughs> I'm kind of... I get, I'm kind of emotional right now. I've got kind of tears in my eyes about the Raiders brand that she's going to be representing. You know, you think of Art Shell, first black coach, Amy Trask, first female CEO, Tom Flores, first Hispanic quarterback in the NFL, first Hispanic head coach in the NFL. Mark Davis is doing a wonderful job in expanding uh, the tradition. Actually, I think he's just as good, if not better, in the business community because he's not combative, unlike his father. As much as we love Al, all I can say, it's always a great day to be a Raider, and I'm just so damn proud that she's our president. And the future looks bright. we got to wear shades, just like the song says. Raiders! God bless. Goodbye. All right. Can Raiders, I tell you? Raiders, Steve. Good job, this, Houston Raiders, Steve. This might be the first time I've ever been disappointed in Houston Raiders, Steve. Why? I thought he was going to bust into a song right there. Oh, that would have been you good. Know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 We know. love to hear you sing, Steve. Yeah. We love it when you sing here on the show. Absolutely. Not Steve and otherwise. We love, we love, we love our we live performances. I can't even make eye contact with you right now. Your voice is like a combination of Fergie and Jesus. You're good. I know. I know. <laughs> so speaking of voices of an angel, let's check in with our good buddy down in Santa Barbara, California. He is the man that adorns the Southern Annex or the Western Annex of the Merce Fan Cave Desk when Uncle Mosh is not around and uh, and is collectively catches some hate from it. I hate this guy. <laughs> no, you don't. He is the first one that ever commandeered your chair, Mosh. Why are you trying to gas me? Why are you trying to wind me up? Well, it didn't take much tonight. You know what? You know, let me show you something. Let me show you what I think. Give me. Don't, do you. Your wife. Don't throw out your back. It's on the floor over there. It's I'll a, get it. Yeah. <laughs> no. Hey, put Baby Yoda down. Uncle Mosh, for those of you that are on the, the, the audio podcast, Uncle Mosh is taking the lovely Baby Take Yoda. Baby Yoda, Jeff. Don't. Oh, oh no. Hey! That's for you, Kevin! That's for you, Kevin! Damn. If I That's wasn't sure 
that Coach Davis's daughter was watching, I'd do terrible things with this stupid doll. Jeez. <laughs> Damn it. Let's hear from our buddy Kevin the Raider Nerd. What's up, Raiders fan radio? <laughs> Hello, Murph. Hello, Mosh and Swaggy J. This Hi, is buddy. Kevin the Raider Nerd. It's been a while since I called in, but I want to see how you guys are doing and check in. I'm really getting excited for uh, the training camp coming up next week. And uh, I also want to give you guys a shout-out to you guys. are doing a great job with the summer swag, raising lots of money for the Blitnikoff Foundation. You guys should be very, very proud of yourselves, and I am proud. And uh, it's fun to uh, watch you guys and listen to you guys uh, celebrate that. So keep it up. Good job. I want to let everyone know, too, I will actually be at the first game of the season there at Legion Stadium against the Cardinals. I got my ticket. I'll be out there. If any of you uh, fellow uh, RFR family is going to be out there, let me know. Maybe we can arrange a meetup. Uh, as for other games yet, still on the docket. Not sure yet, but I'll get back to you guys. Uh, I just wanted to throw something out that I was kind of curious about uh, regarding the off season. And, you know, we have a lot of big questions about the offensive line and, you know, the – secondary and all that kind of stuff, but I had someone bring up a question on another uh, show that I was listening to that I found kind of fascinating was the backup quarterback. Obviously, we don't want anything to happen to Carr, but not about him getting hurt. What about if, you know, the McDaniels offense decides to step on the neck of our opponents if we're up by a marginal amount instead of kind of letting him stay in the game like we had with our, our, uh, our past coaches? What about the quarterback that you have enough confidence in that will back up, come in, give Derek a rest, and not let the team get back into the game? I kind of thought that was a fascinating question because it really hasn't been answered. Who do you, Raider Nation, have confidence in to back up Carr in a situation like that? Because I think that's important to pull out our, you know, pull out our high-paid quarterback and uh, let our uh, confident, hopefully confidence that we have in a backup QB to come in and uh, not let the other team come back in and God forbid also take over for Carr if anything were to happen. So I just want to throw that question out there. I'm kind of wondering how that's going to happen in the off season in a training camp. Anyway, I look forward to uh, hopefully seeing you guys during the uh, season. And uh, Murph, thank you again so much for coming on the Fandom Podcast Network on our uh, yeah, hair metal podcast celebrating Whatever. the best 1987 hard rock metal albums. Let's go. Okay, that's I can live with that. <laughs> anyway, guys, thank you so much. Keep it up. Love you. And uh, look forward to uh, talking to you guys soon. Kevin, out. Let's go. Kevin the Raider nerd if you need him. There we go. Yeah. Nice job, Kevin. Do it again. <laughs> <laughs> Uncle <Marshall> applause. <laughs> oh my gosh. Oh, what the hell's a Grogu? Grogu, my. What is a Grogu? That was the uh that was Baby Yoda that you were assaulting. I thought it was name was Baby Yoda. No, it's Grogu. When did he become Yoda? He didn't. It's not a Yoda. It's a Grogu. It's a different person. Ew, Yoda had sex? No. Well, we don't know. <laughs> Well, Yoda and Yaddle might have been a thing, but you Yaddle. never know. Yaddle. Hey. Isn't, that, isn't that north of Portland? <laughs> <laughs> All right, here we go. I think that's it. That's it. That's it. So there we go for the Sea of Fans mailbag. Hey, and that call <laughs> was not Lala Melosa. Oh, okay. was it Lala Melosa? Well, then who was it? So we're still, we're still not sure, but we'll All find right, out. All right, All right, right. so. Uh, we're going to send out the RFR investigative report team. We are. Paul? Okay. Paul? <laughs> Paul? Paul, where are you, Paul? Paul? All right. 
Tell him what. The, <laughs> tell him what we do at the end of the show, Mosh. <laughs> Wait, you mean when we say goodnight? <laughs> That'll be before, tomorrow. <laughs> I know, right? No, before that. When we give out a Sizzler Award. Yeah, what is the Sizzler? The Sizzler is the award for the best call and or email. Yes. So there's people that can't win anymore. People like Capo. Right. People like like Mojo. People like Sonny. You know, but the, everybody else is just about still qualified. So tonight we heard from the 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 the, uh, the caller from the three hundred five. We're not sure who that was. That's right. The caller from the borough who said we need to focus on Al and then what Al created. Um, and then we heard from Cool Cody who said I want to relinquish my award and it was well deserved and it goes to the drunk blind athlete. And then Houston Raider Steve, proud of our new president. And like we all are, the new face of the Raiders. And that just brings a smile to my face when I say face of the new Raiders. And then, of course, Kevin, the Raider nerd. And I wasn't sure what he was talking about because I was having flashbacks to him sitting in my chair, and it bothered me. So tonight's Sizzler Award goes to somebody that stepped up and did something he had didn't have to do, and that's why he's got his name Cool Cody, because he relinquished his award, and it's now in the record books, and now he gets his own sizzler. Nice job, Cool Cody! Uh, Sizzler. 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 We are Metallica, and we are here for your Oakland Raiders! You know why we are here, and we ain't playing around today! From The Walking Dead to errant Jedi Knights, Raiders fans are a rogues gallery. So, Kill Jadis says, I'll tell you in a minute. I, got, I don't want to miss this. <clears throat> Ready? Here it comes. Are you going to tell us more about I'm going to tell you something. I, Kill Jadis is pissing me off. Ooh, ooh, ah, ah, ah. Okay. Oh, ha, ha, ha. We don't have time for Star Wars lore. Uncle Mosh, Mosh will start to get confused. What do you mean start? <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh! I love Ron the Mater. Says, wait, did someone say Battlestar Galactica? <laughs> Come on, Ron! <laughs> there you go. Oh my gosh! All right. Well, thank you to all of those of you that have uh, emailed the show and have called the show tonight and have joined us tonight live in the chat room. Appreciate all the donations that came in tonight. And I, was, I know we saw one from Kill Jadis in there. There was one from Aaron the Q Dog Raider. I don't know how I, I, I was having trouble keeping up with all the chat tonight to see if there was other donations. But all of those of you that have donated tonight, thank you so very, very much for your support of the One Nation Foundation, which is our nonprofit organization where we send all of your money. Uh, we appreciate you <laughs> so very, very much. Vibrator says, Where can I get one of those Mount Murphmore shirts? <laughs> Okay, uh, but, and uh, Kill Jada says, "Love you, Padrino." But Padrino is, is that Thank Uncle Mosh? Thank you. That's yeah. uh, Uncle. Yes. Yeah. Is that like Tio? I know where he's going. I know Tio Mosh. Yeah. yeah. Can I just say this? I see. Well, I, I hate to derail the show. <laughs> <laughs> well, I noticed. I just okay. I just want to say that, okay. that, <laughs> what? that we're very close. You need some more time to think about it? No, we're just... <laughs> like, I, you gotta, I got a number of options, and I'm going to wait. Just, we're very close. Show. We're okay. very close to, as the summer of swag ends, to the month of Otis. I just want to say the that month the month of Otis. It's, we've, we've, we've only got a little bit of time to prep for Otis Sistrunk's birthday. That's all. Can we move on? When is his birthday? I'm not talking to you anymore. 
this? Is that July? I, I just made it up. <laughs> <laughs> I told you, you gotta this quit having me on when I'm exhausted. I'll derail in a minute. This is what happens when we talk about the Raiders. You guys asked for it. <laughs> Here's what you got. There you go. Oh my god. The gosh. month of Otis. I got nothing. All right, Swag Jeff, take us out of here. Oh my gosh. And thanks to everyone in the chat. Uh Lencho, Ashton, uh, Anthony Provencio, Aaron the Q Dog Raider, Rick Raider, Paul's in there, Tider Raider, B Al, Kill Jadis, John Ogle, Vibrator, Lala Meloso. Let's see here. Uh, Ron, the Raider holding it down in there. Um, let's see. Uh, Pirate1975, good to see you, buddy. Uh, so, yeah, thanks, everyone, for uh, tuning in, hanging out with us and all that, uh, <laughs> talking about the Raiders a little bit and, and hearing all about stickball. Uh, so, yeah, yeah, the official, the official, the, the official Wait, sport of episode different? 251 of Raiders Fan no, I don't mean to derail you, but Otis Sistrunk's <laughs> birthday is September 18th, 1946. So it's not next month, it's the month after that. Yes, the, sir. We yes, got sir. two months yes, before yes. the month of Otis. So yes. can we have two months of Otis? Have you heard about stickball? I've heard all it's, about stickball. What okay. about pickleball? I don't like so pickleball. actually, pickleball's becoming all the rage. That's what I'm saying. And then it, world and the and the tag championships. Did you guys watch that? Okay, the show's so, badass. So man. the Las Vegas Raiders are now the fourth best sports <laughs> show that we talked about on episode 251 of Raiders Fan Radio. Good night, Thank everybody. You guys so much. Thanks for listening tonight. You got your old Uncle Mosh here for Murph and my buddy Swaggy J. You've been listening to Raiders Fan Radio, where we take a lighter side journey into the dark side. And as my buddy Mojo has has so wonderfully said, adios, malingerers. What happens in Vegas started in Oakland. Good night, everybody. Goodbye. Drop balls, as the kids say. I don't think they say that. I don't think they say that. I think that's a bad thing. Okay. Ball droppers? I don't know. Oh, my gosh. We're going to get canceled. We should. Wilson, you sent the game-winning email at the buzzer, avoiding a 4.55 meeting on everyone's calendar. How did you do it? I got a huge assist from Grammarly, an AI writing partner that helped me make my point. 96% of Grammarly users say that it helps them craft more impactful writing. Would you agree? Grammarly helped adjust my tone to navigate tough work conversations. And it works everywhere I write, so I can quickly communicate effectively. Your teammate used Grammarly to summarize an important document, making a three-pointer. How did he do it? It only took one click. When everyone uses Grammarly, everything just makes sense. You made an incredible slam dunk to end the game. The meeting was canceled, and your team will go home champions. Go to Grammarly.com slash podcast to download it for free. That's Grammarly.com slash podcast. Easier said, done.